How's it going? How's it going, Cole? Not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. A uh, bit of a hectic week, but you know, those those things can't be stopped. Uh, so, from the last podcast, uh, Lucia and, and Shah. Yeah. How, how's the reaction been? No, it's been good, to be fair. They, they was, um, they've been really good, to be fair. I've had a bit of banter about the outtakes that no one's seen yet. So No one will see. You know, <laughs> so, so all they can see is what's put in front of them. And, but no, it was good. It was good getting their for, views on a few things. First ever pod as well. How's the reaction been for you? For you? Yeah, it's been a bit crazy because <laughs> we started a pod and obviously I went off, off off Twitter for a few days. So, you know, I picked a good timing for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had to just have a little bit of break from socials, um, spend some time with the family and, and yeah, back on the socials now. Obviously, we've had the bad week of snow as well. Good week of snow. <laughs> good week bad of snow. Bad week, whichever way you look at it. Sledges, hills, social media's not needed for that. I didn't even need nothing like that. That was, that was, that was a, a point in itself. Spent about but, five hours looking for sledges, so... <laughs> Mate, I was there. You almost offered yeah. 20 quid or something. Yeah, I tried Anyone that's listening to this pod, if you've got sledges now, it might take him at a discount rate. Yeah, um, but, yeah no, it, was, it was good. And um, it was a different experience. The, having Lucia and Sean on was great. You've never met either of them before, have you? No, no, that's, that's a good thing. I, I think that's what we're trying to build with this kind of pod is, is getting people on, not necessarily that we know. People well, that we've got to know, you've got to know them, I've got to know. Yeah, well, not necessarily that we know in depth about their stories, you know. Yeah, anyone that's listening now, if you've got, if you're, if you're someone in the game, you know, mostly female game, but obviously just in the walk of life of the game, um, if you feel like you've got something to say, this is this is a pod for you, really. It's about being yeah. unorthodox. Yeah, just jump on. Like, obviously, we're looking for more people that have either worked in the fe- worked. So there's past tense. If you worked in the female game or you are a female in the game. Well, I want to get kind of get them people. On what about if someone wants to get into the game? If they want to get into the game and they want to jump on and, and, and ask me a load of questions, and well, it's not about that. It's about probably if someone's listening now and they want to get onto the pod, and they're interested in a women's game and they want to, you know, they want to come on and, and talk about themselves and about their point and what interests them about the women's game because everyone's got a view. Yeah, or well, everyone's. That's, 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 so, that's so yeah, exactly. it's, been, it's been a good week. The first pod was in the bag. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that you, you know, took, took an L from Lucia. I'm here and I took it out everywhere. I'm, I'm just saying. Do you know what? For, for, you know, just to big myself up as well, I mean, I'm, I'm not getting any, as, apart from today, I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any backlash. So I make myself look uh, good. Apart from the nutmeg you gave me, but let's be honest, I'll let you, I'll let you do it. I'm, 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 I'm taking L's every week by the looks of it. And... Mate, even today. So yeah, just let's go on to Lee. Uh, <laughs> Lee Hayes today. So yeah, Lee Hayes, great, great bloke. I worked with him at Sussex. Um, and he, he he was able to, to get on, which was which was great. And the fact that he was able to get him on, uh, it's got a great backstory, uh, great worked in loads of experience. The amount of experience he's got trumps me in the in the women's game. So it's great to have someone with him on there. He's been there, done that. It's got hasn't got winners' medals, should we say, but has won things. <laughs> and obviously, challenge at the end. Uh, you set the challenge today as well. Yeah, so. unfortunately. Hazy come with this big excuse of his him being injured, so couldn't set something up. So when you do look at this on uh, so, YouTube, remember that you know uh, it's it's Cole's challenge. We, but I, we, I had to introduce it. I had to we introduce we it. had to had to think on our on our toes, and and the only thing that the, the easiest thing to to run with is crossbar. So we had to hit that up, and yeah, had the wrong boots on because. My boots were left at home and uh, I had to get the boots out of my car. Same old excuses. The boots out of my car and the boots from home and I couldn't just drive home. So, yeah. And, and uh, obviously, I'm, I'm not giving it away, but obviously during the pod it is sort of given away. But um, 
Yeah. How are you feeling going forward with challenges? Are you going to be involved? I don't know if I like my idea anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Now, now it's part of the pod. That's fine. But, I don't know uh, if I like my obviously idea Obviously, you know, we're going to touch on, you know, we've had Lee, he's been a great guest today. So for anyone who's listening, you know, he touches on, he touches on the clubs he's been at, he touches on, he was at, the, he was at a point in the game where Arsenal were the powerhouse. And I think a lot of people will still remember that Arsenal were the biggest powerhouse in England for a long time. Them and Charlton. Them and Charlton were, were going loggerheads. But yes, yes, 100%. Arsenal were in, there's no one that can touch that squad when Kelly Smith, Rachel Yankee, or whatever we were playing about. It, it was a different, different kettle of fish. You couldn't, you couldn't touch them. And, and he was lucky enough to be involved with that club for a short spell. And, and obviously, he's been at the, the heights of the game where he's had 3,500 fans watching the team he's coaching, you know, at, at the Amex. So he's, he's, he's been there and he's doing well for himself. And I've got loads of time for him. And it was great just to have him on, to be honest. So that's 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 what today's about. Um, so this is this is uh, Carl Michael just introducing it today. This is Unorthodox, the Unorthodox podcast. Uh, obviously, if you're watching it on YouTube, uh, fantastic, and you get to see the challenges at the end. But yeah, have a look at Lee, and uh, we hope you enjoy, and and we'll hopefully see you next time when we release the the next pod. Cheers. Afternoon, lads. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going, Lee? Oh, good, mate. You? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's been a while. It's been, it's been long overdue, to yeah, be honest. Definitely. Yeah, a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a blessing, mate. Absence doesn't make the heart grow fonder, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's, um, thanks for coming on, first of all. Um, thanks for agreeing to, to, to jump on the pod. I know it's a little bit different. I know you don't usually get involved with these sort of things, so to get you on is a, a bit of a... Uh, coop for me to be fair. <laughs> he, might, he might have more than 1,500 followers off this one. <laughs> mate, I have a face for radio, mate. My oh, damn, we're, we're doing both. We're doing it all here for you today. Pulled out the stops. So, just talk to me a little bit about your journey and how you, how you got into the game, really. Um, you know you're and you know what, before, we, before we even do that, how, how do you know him, Carl? How do I know him? Hmm. Um, me and Lee uh, got into, well, it's through Sussex. I got the Sussex gig and... Uh, Lee have you still got part, that jacket, Carl? Lee was, <laughs> Lee was part of that game. I could have worn mine. <laughs> I could have been like, oh, look at us, initials on. <laughs> I got initials, I weren't that special. Um, That's why you had to get that one out today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, we, we was involved in Sussex and uh, Lee was involved with the past projects and um, I was still building the team. They, they mentioned Lee was about and I was like, yeah, look, I'll have a chat with him. I, I wanted to try and build my own thing. After chatting with him, I was like, yeah, come down. And it kind of just kicked off from there. And we built quite a good relationship in a short space of time, I'd say. Yeah. Um, like, I think it's with anyone. Like, I value his opinion when he was telling me stuff. He, and, and he even said to me, I remember you saying to me one game, he's like, I'll give you opinions and I'll step back. It's up to you if you use them or not. Yeah, not proper. <laughs> you got to make decisions, mate. <laughs> and, and I was like, you know what? I can, I can work with someone like that. And, and he just let me get on with it. And I, I, I listened to him most of the time. He took one game, won it. Got us. We got to a final. Oh. Three 0 don't worry about that. Where's it about you giving games, <laughs> giving games to people when they win it? Give people first, give people yeah, first this guy, then and you know. I give people chances, you know. But nah, Hazy's been in the game a lot longer than me. He's a lot more, lot more experienced than me. Um, and to be fair, I was, as much as he probably wasn't saying a lot, he was saying enough for me to learn. I was always learning when he said stuff to me. So, so you got ten years experience on him because he's twenty eight and you're. 
how did you get involved in in kind of the game first of all and then when what was your first steps into the female game because i know you, you've been involved in all this game for, for a bit yeah probably um so i was no good at playing like generally that like jokes well, that aside, makes three of us uh, well, I don't know. I won, I won across my channel. How bad does that mean? Oh, <laughs> he's letting it out. He's letting it out. No, I'm joking. I'm I, um, <laughs> no, do you know what? I, um, I was, I was always, I was always a player that would always, I'd always see things, and I'd, I'd read the game really, really well. Um, I was slow. I was a centre midfielder. I could never run much, but like I'd always, I'd always have engines around me, which was lovely. Um, but like, I'd always see stuff that no one else would see. I'd be like, you know, like the Berbatovs, the Sheringans, all those players that had that that vision. And they were strikers, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of deep lying midfielders, but I could see stuff. So, like, um, when I when I went as coach, I just I just enjoyed the game, like, and I just and I've just loved football ever since I was a kid. Like, you know, kind of when I first came back to England, um, when I was about eight or nine or whatever it was. But yeah. like, I just enjoyed coaching. I just didn't know how what avenue to get into. And I knew a few people around a local town in Buckingham, and then like I met a lady uh, called um, Patricia Hill. Can't remember her name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lovely lady, and. Um, she uh, she said, oh, we did a girl session, do you want to come down? I went down, there was this guy, it was Oxford United guy there, he's now their physio, a doctor at Oxford United first team. And he said, oh, um, yeah, he's taken a session, really, really good coach. And I just got and got involved with him and stuff like that. And then there was like a new girl team coming, so it was a 14s team. Um, and Randy got met, bumped into a lad called Pete, who later now is one of my best mates. He um, His daughter was playing, but he couldn't coach. So he used to wear the big sheepskin jacket and smoke a cigar. And I'd <laughs> then oh, that's fucking <laughs> 90s football, that is. He never did that, he didn't wear that. was nice in the 2000s. But, they, um, <laughs> but yeah, he needed a coach. So I just then coached with him and it just his daughter's team. And they were like, you know, one of those, the first game we played, it was like 16-1 we lost or something ridiculous like that. And then the old, the old stories about like by the end of the season, we lost, I think it was 4-2 or 2-1, we lost to the same team. So like... You know that was where you built your love for it because it was all you could have an impact on people's lives and yeah, change and players, watching new progression. Yeah, yeah, and it just became that a grassroots club, massive team, Mortonville, uh, back in my hometown. I played for them as well. Did you? But I always wanted to give something back to them. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like I just like I'd enjoy that. So mm. um, I ended up spending about three years there. To be fair, like went on the committee, joined as a development officer. Was, that, was that the men's side? Was it? No, the boys and the girls. Oh, it was only yeah, it was only, it was only junior club. Only sixteen. Only okay. under sixteen, but they had twenty eight teams or something like that. But, um, there's a few teams around here that are like that like yeah yeah, like, yeah Cray, Cray Lions and there's some massive massive clubs but I just enjoy, I just like to give stuff but I generally want to give something back to the club yeah. giving me like you know from probably about under 10s to under 16s and I've been like not missed a training session never missed games like, yeah. do you know what I mean I was one of those kind of stalwart players and such but um, yeah and I just enjoyed it and that just got me into the female game and, and to be fair man I've, not, I've coached boys and girls I wrote down like, I heard coach and I've coached basically from under 9s to, to seniors both man and female. So I've not really, I've stayed within the female game, but like yeah. not kind of like had a little dip within a boys' academy, but like not not steered away from the female game. So I just didn't enjoy it. It's kind of like, yeah. they're sponges, aren't they? They're yeah, kind yeah. of like, 100%. Um, and they like detail. And I like, especially watching the game now, yeah. I think I've got quite a lot of detail to give. So like they enjoy that. So so that's why I think the female game is more receptive as potentially to male coaches. But Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. That's, <clears throat> that's with me, when I, when I coach, I, I like to give quite a bit of detail and I've realised that there's a way to do it with younger ones but the way I do it is more suited to, to kind of older but I've realised younger girls actually take in and understand information the same way you'd probably talk to an, an older boy yeah, yeah. so you can give the information it's, it's, it's massive so with, with that team that you're involved in that, that was your kind of introduction into the women's game that you kind of stayed in what was your kind of first role in the, the proper role in the, in the female women's game 
Um, Northampton Town, Centre of Excellence, under 10s girls team. It was, um, I'd done my level one, met someone on my level one, she was at Northampton, yeah. and then randomly did my level two, and that became the qualification you needed at the time to get into okay. this, the professional club to work yeah. for wherever it was. And then I just messaged her and said to her, like, what's the crack? And she got me in contact with one of the guys, who was the kind of the centre director, and I met him at a park, it was, it was really random. They were doing their <laughs> pre-season training, and then like, all of a sudden now we're, uh, fast forward into the season, it was like you were training next to the next to um, the the pitch six fields. It was like a training pitch next to it, um, and took the under tens of a lad called Ed, who to this day is probably like one of the top coaches I've known. He taught me, he took, he just taught me little things that I'd always yeah. never think about. So like, I'd struggle in a session because you always put like you always get scared to put the session on in front of someone who's better than you, who you perceive to be better than you. And you're always like, I'm worried. And he'd be like, I don't know what to do, not to do. He'd be like, easy, just take a ball out or put a defender in. And you're like, what? He goes, just watch, put a defender in. Like, and magic happens. And you're like, <laughs> how have I not seen that? Like, and you, you're learning the game and then did my B license and so on. So, yeah, but no, I spent four years at Northampton. But um, yeah, it was good. That was so, probably the first So, you've done your B license whilst you was at Northampton? Did I do a B license at Northampton? Yes, I did, yeah. <laughs> 2000, I did it in 2009. Then I didn't do my assessment. Yeah, in 2011, I think. I was 2011. Realized. And and from from there, obviously that's all all up in Buckinghamshire um, way. You moved down to to whereabouts? Sussex was it? Sussex, Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. moved down. For, oh, I hate to have to say it, but I moved down for love. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. Look at it's the not, from the face. It's not love anymore. Unfortunately, <laughs> that, that that love fairy tale unfortunately um, finished. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, moved down to Sussex. Uh, spent a good eight nine years down there. Um, very fortunately got in contact with someone at Brighton Hove Albion um, and then had the weirdest like uh, job interview uh, I turned up to like it's the last session before yeah. the end of the season I always remember it and the, the girl who was taking it didn't actually watch my session but like she just looked at my CV and just thought well he's worked in the Centre of Excellence for, for four years and I'd, I'd been I'd done a little bit at MK Dons for a handful of, for like a few months and went yeah. back to Northampton because I thought the grass was greener um, and it definitely wasn't. <laughs> and then I'd done like a year where I'd been down as a, a casual uh, coach at Arsenal and that obviously looks really good in your CV, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like working with, with, a, with an age group, but didn't coach many sessions there, but like you were still down. Was that as Arsenal? Like Girl Centre of Excellence. So, so that was when Arsenal was... Yeah, the so the top, of the, top of the yeah. weird everything. So yeah, Kelly Smith. All, yeah, that all time, that, it was mad because I always remember I went to New Zealand in 2011 for the Rugby World Cup, and I come back and I've yeah. been offered. A, I have to confess now. I, <laughs> I was I went to Oxford for pre-season yeah. at Oxford United Girls Centre of Excellence because they restructured the Centre of Excellence program, yeah. and um, Northampton lost their license. Uh, logistic, uh, I suppose not logistic. That's not the word. Um, geographically, yeah. and MK Don's got it. And I didn't want to go back to MK Dons because I got my burnt, like, got my fingers burnt there. But yeah. I went to Oxford pre-season, the best setup ever. Like Centre Excellence wise, was the best setup ever. Yeah, so so professional from under nines all the way through to the seniors. Real good structure, yeah. um, great foundations there. But I'd done pre-season, but I was going to New Zealand for the Rugby World Cup in 2011. And whilst I was out there, I got an email because I'd applied for a job at Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and did I do a session before and out? I might have done a session before and out. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah. I did with John Bayer. Um, and banging session, like proper like fitness SAQ session. Like I really enjoyed <laughs> it. And he did a session after me and I stood yeah. and watched. And again, he, it was magic because he was, I think he was very, very good at, at coaching at the juniors. And it was, um, he, he had four cones, best session I've ever seen for a long while. Played 65 in the penalty area. And four cones, and it just fascinated me because like I, when you coach, coach sessions, you kind of get in a plane to yeah. land, aren't you? But he... Um, but yeah, they offered me a job whilst I was out in New Zealand. I was like, oh yeah, 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 I'll come back. And then I had to tell Oxford that I wasn't coming oh, back. Yeah. So I was like, because Arsenal offered, but it's only like a casual coach. So I took like maybe three, four sessions when I was there. Because I was only like, a, there was like a head and assistant and then yeah. myself. 
Um, but the age group um, they had, and the, and the players will never ever remember, but it was the age group with 15s was um, name dropping uh, Leah Williamson, Carla oh. Humphreys, um, and stuff like that. So, and, and never ever like, I'd never, they would never ever remember you, like, yeah. being there. I think there was, I remember a session, I always remember the session that I took when I was there with a girl called Angela, because um, Richard Hill was there. Richard Hill was a Rugby World Cup winner for England yeah. in, when they won the World Cup. And I was just, I, I love rugby, so I was fascinated to see him. And he's one of the best players for me in rugby. And he was taking Saracens at the time at Hertfordshire. Yeah. And I was just like in awe of him more than worried about yeah, the football. Yeah. But um, yeah, but so on your CV, obviously the girl at Brian thought, oh, he must be all right because he's got, he's, he's put big time a couple of, co- a couple of clubs <laughs> he's been at, not the Grassroots Club. Um, so yeah, never watched my session, but then took me on. Well, you don't so, don't turn down Arsenal first of all, especially at that time. <laughs> if they, they come calling, yeah, yeah, yeah. some of the names you just, name dropping, just put out there. Mate, yeah. I, mean, I don't think I don't <laughs> think a couple of two hour sessions is gonna like. Oh, mate, I mean, I've matter. never made play. I've never cla- I've never claimed players like you do. But like, <laughs> woo! Yeah, dropping that one. Shots fired, mate. He claims it. Can I just ask? Claims, I know he does. I've, claims, I've worked with him for I'm long not enough. Claiming now. nobody, <laughs> and no given no, point will I ever claim. Do you know what? He's also he's also a humble guy as well. Let's just let's. I'm not claiming all the players that have gone. To play international but football. Working, <laughs> at, working at a club like Arsenal, when they're at, they're at their their peak of their powers in in the women's game, let's you know, let's not forget for for a long time, Arsenal were dominating. They were yeah, either like yeah. the Barcelona or the or the Manchester City of now in the women's game. What was it like to be at a club and seeing every other club around it trying to either mimic it or or grow from it? Do you know what? It's it's one of those that you see, like. So I went. I always remember the first day I went there. So I've got a I've got a picture. I still get a picture of the staff photo. Oh, we need the, we need this up for YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll find it. It'll be something. Yeah. It might be mum and dad's to be fair. But anyway, like, and I always remember the picture. My mate um, Loopy was coaching it. Ian Lindop, and he um, I'm name dropping as much as I can. By the way, these <laughs> <laughs> tags are going to go up on Twitter because like they can retweet it. Yeah. See what I'm <laughs> oh, that's cheers, 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 cheers. Um, yeah. Um, hey, He's not bad. He's not bad player. To be fair, uh, no, he was coaching. I always remember getting the kit. And it was like now we wear like skinny bottoms. This was like baggy. Not arms. Him. But you got the kit and you got like free bags and you like you went into the toilets at this Hertfordshire Uni or wherever it was and you like put a kit on. You were like yeah, I'm bagging it. <laughs> <That's laughs> like, and you were just like yeah. And I'm like I, it, I, I love kit. Everyone knows that I love kit. It's a running joke in the whole game. But like no, but everyone um, loves kit. Let's be honest, like. Anyone that works in football yeah, yeah. loves a bit you of kit. Mate, exactly. mate, you get me. That's yeah. all I need to get. I'm, I'm, I know I'm representing Northern Ireland today. Any, they're my team, but like any club, big I get team. Hazy, yeah. get hazy what are you saying? Going to get, get, get our training kit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to buy it. If anyone wants Hazy, just get him a jacket. Bribe <laughs> him with a jacket. When you meet him, say, "Look, we've got the best jacket now." It's wool. It's wool. Just give me a kit. Don't pay Yeah, just to rewind about about. No, no. I think, I think, I think for me, like having been. Let's just name drop the clubs, like so. You got Northampton, Oxford, MK Dons, yeah, um, and and to, and to go with Brian as well. To be fair, in the late years, the thing at Arsenal, the thing they had it was just, it was the badge. The badge, the badge carried so yeah. much because course, you didn't, you didn't go, have yeah. to, you never had to worry. But like I said, you like you look at the setup, and we had it in Northampton really, really well actually. Um, and Steve, our boss, he was he we had it really well. That he had it good there. He had like you had the head coach, you had the assistant, and you had an apprentice coach. So Arsenal obviously had a similar thing, but. Even even just being involved in it, not, I hardly ever went. I mean, I went to like two games maybe because you weren't ever needed. Because like, if you're coaching for that club, you're never going to not go. But yeah. it was like just when you were there, you're standing there and you're thinking, I played against them for like four years, and like I've only ever like drawn against. Them. I've never beat them. I've only ever drawn against them. But like you stand there and like the players were, you know, their their worst player was better than your best player near enough sometimes and you were just like this is insane yeah. um, because I mean we had even a girl who was playing at Northampton Taylor Hines who's, who's now at Liverpool she went from our under 12s to go and play 
for Arsenal. She's checking from the other side of Northampton to go yeah. there. And you were like, and she was like our outstanding player. Then she was like, she was just within the Arsenal squad. She was good, very, very good. But like, she was in the squad. And you're like, she's like head and shoulders, our best player under 12s yeah. at Northampton, like, like mentally. Um, but yeah, like, it, yeah, it's insane. But I think it's just, I think it's just a brand because you go and work for Barcelona, you go and work for any like pro club you're going to feel like part of it, even if it's like, you know, my hometown team, like Lincoln City, you'd be wearing a badge thinking, I'm of there. Of course, Arsenal's you'd be proud. Like Arsenal's, the United's, the cities, the, the bigger teams, you're just all of a sudden, you're like, it's just another, it's another world, isn't it? Just just another question as well. Like you said, like the the players went up. Did the levels of structure and, and training and things like that take another step up as well? No, it's just, it, it, sorry, it's quite, they, 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 all it is, is and, I, and I think it's just within the game anyway, like you go up the ladders, the game gets quicker, faster, yeah. you play better. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those, it's the old it's the old saying I really, really like, that the better players make better decisions more consistently. Of course, yeah, yeah. And that's all it was. Like you had a player in centre mid. So I used to have a, a girl, the Phantom, the best player she was. Um, if I pitched her against like, against the Carla Humphreys who had played against us, like, Carla would make better decisions more consistently, whereas this other girl I had Chloe, she would she would make good decisions, but not as consistently. And that's what made like, Carla go on and, and, and still play in a female yeah. game in WSL. Like, and you look at that and you think, when you played against her, she, I thought she was the best player because she was consistently making the right decisions. So, and I think that's the only difference. It's just the, I think it's just the quality of player and the decision-making of the player. But does that come at a younger age, <clears throat> teaching them at a younger age to make the better decisions? Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. I think I think you've got to. I've got. There's got to be a, a structure in, in in place, and in the early ages to get the best out of it. And I always think that a lot of clubs trial ideas of like putting the best coaches. So if you're a B license, you're like right, you're with the fourteens and sixteens because you're a B license, you can do functions and phases of play that are fucking are just completely dead aren't yeah. in the game. But like not dead, but there's a there's a it's place for design, it. Yeah, yeah. But now like <clears throat> we're going right, get the B licenses under tens. Yeah, they're they've gone. So they go get specialised coaches, and then I think we're doing coaching badges this day and age. I think putting essentially, if you want to class them as the better coaches, I don't think anyone's a better coach. Everyone's just got more experience or or, or different ideas. Yeah, different ideas, different that ideas. kind of thing. But I think them going into younger ages, I think massively, in my opinion, massively helps the kids become. Because if you're not really, if I was if I was doing under tens at level two yeah. coach compared to if I did it now, ten times better. Can I just ask before and I can't. So. Was all the coaches at all the levels on the same page then? Like, we're, we're all going to play this way. So, you know, like, again, I can only go by what's currently going, like Tiki Taka, uh, like at City. Every every structure of the club plays Tiki Taka from under 12s to... Yeah, I think there's got... That's what I said, Oxford had a really good thing. They had, um, they had this thing where, um, and I've looked at it at a minute with, um, <clears throat> in my sessions, with the 11 v 11 formation and structure that as seven aside and eight aside and nine aside and... You know, in your sessions when you've only got, you know, you're playing 10 v 11, what's your formation that you would, yeah. would, would replicate when you're playing 11 aside? And what player would you take out or whatever it be? And they had it, that would then mirror the first team's uh, formation from under from under 10s or under 9s or whatever age yeah. they'd go from. And I think that's I think that's got to be a starting point. And I think you look at the success of clubs, I think they 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 either build up from, from, the, from the foundations or they essentially buy or get in the best from the clubs that have got the best foundations. Yeah. Look at all the players that, you know, they like, that come through the youth ranks that they get bought at 14 years old. They've obviously had a great foundation somewhere. Yeah. And it could be that that's the best setup up until under 14s. But then the next club they go to is probably the best club from 14s to seniors or yeah. to, to 17s, 18s. And then there's another club that will take them on to the professional level. But So essentially, what we've just kind of touched on, 
about the players going for the badge, as we said, they go for the badge. And we, I've, I've had it way too many times where you're at a good environment and you've created such a good environment and you're like, this is the best environment for a player, but a badge sways about Sussex girls that was travelling all the way to London at times yeah. just for a badge. Yeah. It wasn't that it was a better structure or anything, it was just because... Looks better on Instagram. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean to be honest, that's, that's why I'm here. Do you remember, Carl? <laughs> Just so very quickly, I just put a Northern Ireland badge on because I'm like, yeah. Just I'll to touch on this today, and when I first when I first started, uh, I think I, I got a, I got a gig at Cray, Cray Women, and then I got in, the captain got in contact. We should have met earlier. That's probably for it, uh, should have said as well. Um, but then I came, and he goes, "Oh, you want to stay?" And I was like, "No, I'm you know I'm loyal to the people that got me in. I'm going to stay at Cray for a little while." And he goes, "Yeah, but but it's Cholton, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's a bigger club." And after a few weeks, I think he had me in the club. He had me. He had me kit by the second time I'd seen him. But I think I think the difference is there. It's, it's local. Like if it, if it's like Palace and Charlton, they're local clubs. Like they've got the yeah, same catchment yeah. area. I'm talking about girls going from Sussex, hour and a half, two hour ride to where they're of going, course to then go back to an. Right, half players, hour. players, and that, like, players that I speak to that won't that won't go to play. Say let's say tier three in a women's game. Won't yeah. play tier three in a women's game and will stay in a development squad in a WSL club. Is fascinating because I think to myself, you don't give yourself the opportunity. And like, I always remember them. There was Chichester ladies when, when Smithy was there. Like they were, they were, they were third. They finished third in the national league. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I remember that. Yeah. Players wouldn't even go there. And you're like, you want to stay at the WSL yeah. development squads for what? Like getting getting promised the first team stuff. And I get that because I'm not involved in the club, so I'm I'm not privy to conversations that a first yeah. team manager would have with a development squad manager or or players if they go in. Yeah, you'll get your opportunity. But I think too many times I hear it. Um, and even this year as well, even with, with Enfield, we had a player like Lee doesn't go to a, a WSL club um, in, for their DS, and they got told within two years you'll play first team. And I thought, how can you how can you tell that player in two years time that you're going to make them be a first team player? You don't know where the club will be, you don't know where um, that player's going to be, yeah. like physically, mentally, or anything. And now the player within six months, I know it's, a, it's been rubbish with the pandemic. Yeah. Within six months, she's playing tier five or tier six, and you're like, you'd have been one of our starting potential one of our starting yes. players in tier four, and you're thinking. Do you know because what? the badge and, they, and they've gone down to the badge yeah. they've gone down to a club so, just because Enfield's not a badge and it's not like a known professional football club yeah. they've gone to a badge of another club and you're like but if players will drop from like sort of Enfield to a team in a lower division if they've got a, a men's team linked with the professional game yeah. just because they get to wear that badge yeah, but, yeah, but, probably, yeah, but it's, it's probably wrong at the moment but it's not rude is it? it's not rude to any player it's not disrespecting no, no, no. any player's decision out there no. I, don't, I don't want that to come across as like I've got a problem with anyone because I don't I generally don't care who you play for yeah. like all I care for is that are you alright and are you enjoying it and that's that's I, the rest of it I couldn't care less yeah. if you go but the amount of players and, and do excuse me if I, I offend any player out there but like the players that are playing at QPR um, the playing at Millwall um, that are playing there for a badge when actually that's great and wonderful. And if the environment's brilliant and the manager's great and everything, and then I fair play to you, but 100%. I see too many that will, like you say, they'll put a badge before playing a high level. Yeah. But if the environment's great, and, and I'd say I don't want to offend anybody at yeah, those yeah. clubs, but like, you know, say let's just use Millwall. If that, that Millwall ladies manager has got the best environment and has got everything going in, then fair play to her. But how many players are there that she potentially believes could go and play on a better level? And would they ever go and play the better level without leaving the badge? It's like, you can enjoy your football, yeah, yeah, yeah. but actually, where's the, where's, the, where's the trade-off of enjoying your football? To there's the also, there's also those those players that put the extra miles in, you know. I, I won't mention clubs or teams or players, but there's now players that you, you and I have met and and I'm players that I now know through through different ways of football. Some of them are travelling from, um, I don't know, some, some of them are travelling from 
near Norwich just to come down to South East London or vice versa because the the facilities they're going to get or the opportunities no but it's the opportunity it's facilities and opportunities as well yeah. like if someone's travelling from South East London to, to Norwich because their opportunity is better they're, they're putting in their miles and like you said before some players don't give themselves that credit so there's always the two sides of the story yeah. we're trying to get out. And, and, and those players who are putting themselves out there, they may not make it, but you know what? At least they know. They've, they've, they've and I just, I'd, I'd always ask the player the question, how I'd always look at it and go, is that the best level you can play? And if it, if it is, then, then knock yourself out and carry on, you know, and then potentially go and develop on. But if it's not the best level you can play, then then why then go to that club? Because mm-hmm. then, I, me as a player, personally, yeah. I never played a good level at all. I did generally just play like local local yeah, league yeah. football because I was never any good. But these 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 the females, that's all they that's the female game. These females get an opportunity in professional football clubs. Yeah. If you could go and play tier three, or you can go and play tier four, and you're in tier five or tier six, then why would you not give yourself that chance and that opportunity to do yeah. it? Because you don't know where it goes. Like I know, like um, at Enfield, um, Bills had like a couple of players in recent years that are now playing in the WSL. And fair play to them girls. Like, I don't know them like massively that well, but like like Beth Lumsden's at Charlton. She had yeah. the, you, you chat to her. She had the best time ever at Enfield yeah. because she decided to drop down a league, which is fine to play that level to then go back up. And if that's what their journey is, then that's that's what I think. Is, it's the, they're scared. Some 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 is that that worry that if I do drop, will I get back? It, and it is it's a, even the, even the, the male game. It's the same thing. It's that fear of. And I know we should all say, yeah, you should have that self belief that you will get back there. And some people do, but some some people are genuinely worried about if I drop. And will I get given that opportunity? Some people don't know how to leave clubs without burning bridges. That's that's one of the things. Yeah. So you can you can say, look, I, I need to go play, but sometimes managers might not like that, so they might. But it's, but it, I think I think if you sat there and you said, right, here's all the here's all the football league badges. Who would you play for? And you pick out your, your ones, yeah. and then you go, right, here's the non-league game. But some of them are like, you know, I see some of the teams on there that look like they've got, and it's all looking like, so you don't know until you're in that environment. Yeah. But like, I don't know, Sutton United at the minute look like they're doing some bits. Like, oh, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it looks good on the outside. I don't know what it's like on the inside, but oh, it looks great on the outside. You know, would players go and drop down to tip five to go and play there for the, yeah. for what it is? But, but then that's the badge doesn't suit. Like, I know players that would go and play for Charlton. Maybe yeah. going to play for Enfield because yeah, yeah. Charlton's got a badge essentially, and yeah. it's just like I'm not. I'm not saying every player, broad brush every player, but no, it's just no. there's been too many players that I've seen I think, that have gone I think that way. If you flip it though, I, the bit I do understand when players do go to these, if they're interlinked with their club, and like for example, I use Charlton because I work for Charlton. Like we train at the training ground. Yeah, that's that's a catch, but that's a, that's different. You know, you're not your training's not going to be called off. You know, little things like that. You, that I understand that if you're going to drop because you. You might play first team, but they train in the park or they train somewhere that yeah. your training might always be. And that's, off. I think, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's, I think that's the key. Like, and you, you touched on it earlier, environment, and that's my biggest word I'll ever use. And yeah. everyone, knows, everyone jokes about it. I use it because I don't use standards. I use environment. But like, when I've gone into Enfield this year, like, uh, and everything that I want to happen, everything I've seen from the last 15 odd years of coaching, I might have been a yeah. grassroots club or been at like, the best time I had at, at Brighton. Like I've tried to amalgamate all those ideas together, be it that, you know, we have a big drinks like, bucket thing, we chuck drinks in, we like, I don't mind saying it, we pay out of our own money for that. Uh-huh. We, we decide, me and, the, me and the management team say, come on, we'll put 20 quid in and we'll pay for that. But the tiniest bit of difference, the, the, the minimal kind of things of like that jokes of the 1% of the marginal gains, they're not really marginal gain, it's buying drinks, but like, the professionalism that you have of that, yeah. trying to replicate that to say, actually, like, we have probably got a setup there 
that is, is good is good enough to be in tier three for a starting yeah. point. But we're in tier four. We have to get out of that. Depends what goes on in the next few months with whatever the FA decide. Yeah. But at the minute, that's where we're at. And if we can get and attract players because they see what we're offering, yeah. then I think that's different. And the environment is got to be for me like the huge. But we've we've signed some fantastic players this year. Yeah, and I can tell. Oh, name dropping about to happen, boy. If you, if you, nah, she's only on BT. Me, uh, Camilla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, nah, but like she, but but. The players that we've signed have come in because of what, we, what yeah. we're about. And you know, they, some of them have left clubs have been out for years. Um, some of them have played in, in WSL. Some have played for you know, pro, played yeah. for professional football club badges and stuff. So you kind of think like they've come to us and they just enjoy it. And hopefully, I'd, I'll speak for the main that the majority of them when I speak to them, they're like actually just they love everything we've got going on. Them, it? So it's kind of like a massive building process. I but I would also <coughs> what you said, what, sorry, what you said there is, and, and I've seen it because it's. What we need to remember is the women's game is, is still growing. And we've just spoken about, yeah, players leave for badges. But let me flip it again and, and play devil's advocate. There are a lot of players that won't leave clubs because that's all they know. Like, there's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's players that have been at, for, say, for Cholton, for example, from doing their kind of community stuff from eight, got into their RTCs, gone from RTC to under-16s, and that's all they know is, yeah, yeah. is, is that club. I, I, had a, I had a player that all she knew was Dartford. And I, I got her off the dart, but I had to talk to her. And I had friends to talk to her, yeah. but that's all they know. And it's sort of like weaning them off, isn't it? It's a difficult bit. for them to to make that leap. Of, Who likes change, though? That's yeah, that, that's it. But that's no sometimes it is difficult. <laughs> so because we we've obviously we spoke about the ones that will see a badge, to jump. But then there are on the other hand, there are loads of players that just won't leave because that's all. Yeah. It could be at Enfield. They've been at their their system, and all they know is Enfield. They, yeah. they wouldn't even look at a WSL. Yeah, because yeah, well, that's that worry. Well, the, 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 again, the environment thing with, with the, our, the, that we are trying to build, and, and and I know we've had. It's been there for a few years. As I said, there's been, been one or two players every year that have kind yeah. of either come down and that's been their platform to go and play regular football to then go up to play WSL. If there was any given player. Like even if a tier three team came in for any of our players, or a, a team that was perceived to be better in, in our yeah. league, I'd I'd like to think we're one of the kind of top three or four teams in our league. I'd think personally, having seen seven eight league games out there, yeah. But um, I think that we've we've built a platform that I'm definitely of any. I would never ever stop a player. Mm-hmm. If someone put a seven day here in, don't please don't. Go 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 go. If they if they did for a player that I was like, Do you know, what, actually they've got the they in my opinion they've got the potential to go and play that. I would I would say to that player, go chat to them, go and find out what their training sessions like, go and find out what what it feels like to be in there because you could be in there for two weeks or a week or whatever they perceive their trial process to be, and it could be that. It's the worst experience I've ever had. Oh, but yeah. on the flip side, it could be ten times better than Enfield, and then I'll be like, "Well, knock yourself out. Can I have a little bit of a fee for you to go?" And then we'll <laughs> go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you'd be like, no, "Knock yourself out." I think that's it. And it's, it's with with us. Like I'm the same. Like if I've if I've got a player, I'm, and there's some players that I, I love the bits that, like especially like Lewis team I had up in Sussex, like all of them, them girls there. I'd, I'd always, I'd never have stopped him from progressing. If a club, if they had to like Carl, like. Brian spoke to me at WSL or this club spoke to me here. I would never have gone, nah, stay at Lewis because we're a championship. And yeah. It probably works against me. And if, if you're for a club I work for and you listen, look, if a player can progress to a better level, I get you want to keep them, but it's about looking after, as a coach, you look after the player. When we're first team managers, we'll probably think differently. <laughs> yeah, but right now, as, as coaches, we look at looking after the player, be that with your club, be that with another club, be that sometimes having different conversations of, look, this maybe isn't your level, you probably got to drop. 
yeah, a little yeah. bit to go and play a bit. But, but I think I think that comes from your background of coaching, like so. I've because of where I've worked in, essentially, it's this, out of the years I've coached, I've probably only done really competitive league format. Let's yeah. take grassroots aside, probably two seasons yeah, of yeah. competitive football, and that's it. So everything's been development football. So for me, nothing is better than that player going and playing for a better team or going to play for a more professional football club or get or signing a, a, a contract. Like, and I say, I've never ever claimed yeah. a player, but for them to be given that platform to go yeah. on to then explore their game further. So I know like, you know, I had a, I had a girl at Brighton, she was sensational, like um, was a holding mid for me. And she, had, she, she used that platform to go on so, you know, so like a stepping stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I say, this is never claiming it. By yeah. the way, but she went on to make a play for England. She was always in round of fringes, but she went on to play for England. And like, there's nothing better than seeing that. And then she went out to the stage. She's come back. She's now still looks to the prime. So you're just like that's that's love. That's for me. You don't have to worry about what you've done in that season or two years with her. You're like that's their platform that yeah. you've helped them kind of go wherever they want to go afterwards. Kind of just to, just to rewind it back as well. You said it's the little things. Um, and as as someone who's worked worked at clubs. And been in, in been in different clubs, and now I'm now I'm now I'm obviously pushing on into the women's game with yourself, Carl. But like the little things, I think make the biggest difference, um, and especially in uh, you know development sides or non-league, uh, which I'm you know I'm heavily associated with, is like you go somewhere and you see their setup, and it's like you said the drinks thing, or like Carl, you know you've got myself in now, you've got Uchi and TJ, or setting up before they get there so they see it. Or yeah. getting the three the free drinks, yeah. um, you know, all those things are are more important, I would say, than even having the best team. Because if you have the little things yeah, in yeah. place, sometimes as well, when players do go somewhere, they go, "Well, we never had that there." Um, you know, I, I but yes, yeah, like you said, the thing, the things that we the things that we do, and I can't let everyone into our secrets because I have obviously all the answers <laughs> off camera, off camera, <laughs> uh, off camera. At all, mate, do nothing different to anybody else. Um, <laughs> We all have ideas what we're doing, but like literally, like the little things. Like I always say when I first went into to infield, I, I strolled up to the to the, tr the preseason training, and first time I ever met them all there, and I was just like, it looks like Ragas Rovers because like where's all the where's all the training kit? So I said to yeah. to, to Bill, I said, Bill, thing get, them, well, yeah. get them all in a kit. So we forked out loads of money this year. Um, and they love you, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> no, but bring hate, bring hate. It just cost you loads of money. I don't charge him to coach, but like, it costs you loads of money. But like, just get him kit. But no, there was there was literally like, oh, now all the girls have, all, yourself, have all their training kit. They have all like player tech vests. We have the VO camera. Yeah, um, we have the little drinks. They have, you know, you get into the dressing room and their kits all laid out perfectly for them. So there's nothing, nothing different to what anyone else does. But it's all the stuff that is essentially can, nothing to do with my coaching job. For that. that is is what they're getting. And you're like, I, I can vouch for that fully. Like a couple of years ago, um, I, I joined a team and they were in a bit of a disarray, and I just changed the little things. So like you said, like first first of a weekend I was there, I. Um, put the kit out and they went, oh, we've never had that before. And I said, okay, well, we're going to make sure there's water bottles on the side. Oh, we're normally told to bring our own water bottles. And then a week later I said, right, everyone, like we didn't buy them kit. I said, look, everyone's got to go and buy this exact shirt, this exact same top and these exact shorts. And it's the little things. Because yeah. once you start getting people looking the same and once you start getting them into a routine of these little things are there and they haven't got to worry about it, everything just goes onto the game. The, the, I, I think I think it's like, I think it's always easy, and we talked talk about clubs before. But when you used to play against like 
you know, the Arsenal, the Chelsea's, etc. It's this level. When they bowled up to your ground, you one nine times out of ten, you lost it psychologically before you even started. Two, they've come up and then there's 16 players. They're all in their kit. That's they're all in the same yeah. trainers. They're all like, all the coaching staff are all like pristine. And then there's you like, you know, don't get me wrong, like the difference between like Nike and Aria are massively different. Like, you're, <laughs> or you're, you're standing in your sausage jacket. Yeah, yeah. You don't take it off. But like, <laughs> but like you're, you're there and your family, you had everything. And you know, everyone looked the same, it was good, but then they turn up and you're like, hold on a second. And even your psychology thinking, Jesus, like, this I is mad. But then, I mean, and that's even like, even like yeah, when yeah. you go to put the cones out though, and the cones are not all the same, that, yeah, that, that absolutely jars me. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's, 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 the that's yeah. what you said, the psychological side. You can win a game by walking in, like, to, to, to an environment. If, if we was Charlton, for example, we bowled into an environment where all of our Charlton gear, and we're, we're together, unified, um, coaches are in their gear, cameraman setting his stuff up, yeah. um, analysts setting their <laughs> stuff up, you've got SNC setting their stuff up, and then you're playing against a team that's got two coaches, and yes, Wait, they're doing I, I, I see it, and, very, and you see stuff in, 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 in clippings, don't you? Small things. Yeah. I always remember, I went out to, um, obviously I mentioned Northern Ireland again, I was out in Northern Ireland, and a player um, that I used to coach, uh, She's Vicky, uh, Vicky Ashton Jones. She was playing for Linfield at the time. Linfield, yeah. best team in Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man and female. Um, <laughs> what do you know? Just a, just a stat. I'm going to tag in Linfield in so, it today. So just, just for a stat, right? I support four teams because everyone knows that I can't like just support one. Right? So, <laughs> oh, so, come so, on, man. So, I, I, so I'm not hearing this. Leeds United, 1991. Top, they, were top, they were top of the league. So oh. supporting them. So then they won the league that year with Cameron. Oh. Um, and some, some some amazing players. Went to Wembley to watch Leeds beat Liverpool as well in 92, 4-3. Cam got a hat-trick. And then, so I support them and I've always supported them. And then I kind of left them for about 16 years and I think I knew they kind of went Championship yeah. League while I sort yeah. of left them a little bit. Now, obviously, I support them again because now in the Premier League. Glory Hunter! <laughs> <laughs> Glory Hunter! This is, the, this is the worst thing, right? So three other teams that I, let's just say, follow. I support and follow uh, through either family kind of things or or whatever, right? Born and bred in Lincoln, so Lincoln I support. Yeah. I think at the minute, top of League One. They don't well. Um, yeah, banging. Oh, I was just going to watch my Central Bank. Found out the other day they've got the name of the stadium is different. Lincoln City, they play at Central yeah. Bank, is what yeah, used to be called. Yeah, yeah. Keith Alexander, uh, late Keith Alexander, unfortunately passed away, but he was a manager. He used to go to, I used to, go to Wembley all the time for the playoff finals. <laughs> then we got to Cardiff and we lost 5 2 against uh, Bournemouth. I've been, to, I've been to Cardiff a few times. <laughs> yeah, horrible. But they. Um, and then uh, Linfield, Northern Ireland, best yeah. team in Northern Ireland, top of the league, easily, um, this year with, with David Healy, the absolute messiah of football, um, yeah, as a gaffer. And then Rangers, Rangers. Glasgow Rangers. Like, yes, like, Rangers, all day long. Why Rangers? Dad supported Rangers. Because oh, like, no, 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 when you come from a family in Northern Ireland that's Protestant, like, you, you, don't, you never support Zellweg. <laughs> you never support Cliftonville. Like, it's literally Linfield and Rangers. There, is, there is only two teams in Scotland. You know what? There's free. There's free now because Carl Lafferty's just signed for Kilmarnock, and I Whoa. love Carl. Yeah, he's right. the one guy I want to meet in my life. So you know what? I always thought. <laughs> I always thought there was four with Aberdeen and Hearts, but they're sort of like the. the it's like you know you've got the top six in England, yeah. and then you've got the Everton's and the West Ham's. Please, no, no. no. <laughs> but Hearts got a minute. Oh no, that's a top five. <laughs> but let's 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 talk about to, to yourself Sorry, yeah. and your your UEFA P in 2011. I think you've done the assessment. You done. That the the old style, let's say, the UEFA B. Just because I'm old, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Carl, didn't you do the old style? <laughs> you done it where it was assessed and there was an actual. Assessment. Oh yeah, it was a passing, passing fail rate, wasn't so, it? So yeah, so the the short story of it is that um, no one turned up for our assessment. Um, it was at the time, and I've, I talked to you there about at the time, um, the, the the four county FAs couldn't fill a B license course um, in 2011. 
2009, 2010, I think it was. Um, Isn't that so, when the crisis happened? Yeah, crisis. pretty much. So we, <laughs> so we had 24 people on this course that none of us paid for it. It was all sponsored by uh, McDonald's at the time, randomly. Come on, Carl, get it out. But, they, uh, but yeah, then we did, like, didn't, no, one, no one turned up the assessment. There was, I think, three, about three people turned up, so no, no one could do it anyway. So we got a contact about a year and a half later saying your, your, your two-year thing is going to run out. Yeah. So I had to go and do an assessment at a college in Bista. And... Uh, yeah, it was like, um, I think there was like 24 things on the list and you had to be a tick in either of the two boxes. Did you pass first time? That's my question. Because I heard that the old rumour of that is you never <laughs> pass first time on the old side B and you had to go for the second time to show you's interested and then pass your second time. Right. That was the, the rumour. Let, 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 let me talk about my session. I, I, gave, I got given a goalkeeper <laughs> session because at the time Ooh. the geezer who I did my course hated me, proper hated me, I turned up and the goalkeeper... Um, was um, the backup goalkeeper for Trinidad and Tobago under Shaka Hislop at the time. Big Shaka. And I was doing, and I was doing defending from crosses. This geezer shelled every cross. <laughs> so I was like, fullback, let him deliver. I'm not bothered. I can yeah. do anything from that. He's taken it all in the end. There were college kids at Vista, to be fair to. But no, um, yeah, so out of 24 boxes, um, I should have brought it with me. I think on the first 20 minutes that I closed, I think I got 21 or 22 boxes ticked. Got and then it was literally the size of the area is wrong. Yeah. So I was like, all right. And I think I had to coach on around and off the ball. I think it was yeah. the other one or something like that. And within about four minutes of my next 20 minutes, um, the guy was like, Hazy, hazy, yeah. done, mate. You kind of you pass. So the myth is is, is false. Oh, uh, first, oh no, maybe he's, the, maybe he's the exception to you, the rule. You was exception because you only have four people. <laughs> and the goalkeeper <laughs> defending crosses yeah, was, was an international goalkeeper. That probably helped a little. I mean, bit. if it was anybody else, <laughs> I struggled. <laughs> How much did you pay that keeper that day? Oh, <laughs> mate, he was he was since mate. He was six five. He was, I'm not lying to you. Did he actually ever make any appearances? Do you know what? I'd never ever. If you told me his name today, I couldn't tell you. No, but I just always remember and it was one of those things oh, that, like, you, know, that's when, well, you know when you go and you go yeah yeah like oh how are you in the game like yeah yeah I played in the FA Cup once like you give it one of them he might have just been one of them but yeah. mate he was sensational but so yeah. from from your B uh, you, you're doing bits of Brighton yeah um, Brighton women uh, you've got loads of loads of pictures of them we're going to have to find one and stick that up there whereas you're on the sideline at the Amex pointing fingers was the Amex <laughs> even there oh, or? Mate, it was empty there was no one there <laughs> They were actually too fair, mate. There was about three, three and a half thousand fans behind us. But from, yeah, you're pointing, we're pointing. That's like we stuck in under security. Like, you take a photo quickly. From there, where did you go from, from Brighton then? Afterwards, or was that kind of the break and Sussex was involved? Or was... Uh, yeah, like, um, yeah, Brighton, no, but to be fair, like, I can't touch on Brighton. Brighton was good. I had three years in Centre Excellence a year. I probably had the best year of coaching um, with Marzi. And I have to say his name because I generally... His his name being mentioned in the female game is, is underrated. Yeah, yeah, he's, un, he's underrated. He's in, in and I, I don't mind talking about him. He'll probably have a guy at me pretty late on the phone. <laughs> I was going to ring him and say it's all right to mention your name, but I know it'd be like. But anyway, he um Thanks. best 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 coach. No, he's not on social media. Best coach in um yeah, best coach I know. And hands down, yeah, yeah. In, in sixteen years of coaching, I probably I wouldn't know how many coaches I've seen. I haven't I haven't met him myself. Um, I think I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, Carl, yeah. So this, this is someone you haven't met, Carl. <laughs> Jesus, best yeah. um, best coach by. By, there was literally probably yeah I don't know name best coach I know because then I'll offend people if I don't mention them <laughs> but, <laughs> one of yeah but, but Marzi head and shoulders like best coach I know um, and, and, and I don't mind telling him it's probably taken me now about 
six or seven years of being best mates to tell him this, but, um, <laughs> but, but in sensational. I enjoyed that year of being in a, in a senior setup, um, and, a, and a kind of year later, and I probably should have, um, and winning the winning the Southern Prem and getting getting uh, the opportunity for the girls to play in the in the player final was was great, and they, they obviously won the player final and went up to the WSL. But yeah. that year of football was sensational. You lived and breathed football. It was like yeah. I, I was flying in a full time job, um, absolutely flying. I was probably the best. The best store manager for for the for the co-op that I was working for at the time. <laughs> I was doing some HR work, and then I was just like literally like Monday to Sunday working. I didn't enough for buy because I lived on a drive off the training ground. That's great. So I'd get home, shower, and then like, get off, I mean, yeah. yeah, we'd do stuff. But like, um, but yeah, lived it and I lived and breathed it. Like, do you know what I mean, I, I based my full time job around coaching for the first time ever in my life, yeah. and it was like, yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Had to have been experienced. That, yeah, that, that's, that's when that's when the game was slowly coming up as well. So it was. Oh, do you know what? I don't, was, I don't. I wouldn't say we were. There's some. Don't. I don't want to. Again, I'm not definitely yeah, not yeah. one to claim. But at the time, at three and a half, I think it was three or three and a half hours against Charlton actually, um, beating two 0 um, <laughs> But they. Uh, but I don't think that's Sean's. Oh, nah. oh, <laughs> and if Charlie Kiffer's watching, she can off our two minutes. Um, <laughs> oh. nah, to be fair, like um, Gersey and Jay Blackie scored, but um, was Gersey at uh, Brighton at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's, She's a player. She's a player. Yeah, sensational player. But they, um, oh god, I've been nice about her. Um, <laughs> no, but like that, I say jokes aside. Behind us, there was like I think it was like three thousand people or something, or, or three it's and a half. I don't know. But at the time, it was some record, record to do it. Yeah, so, and yeah. there wasn't many at the time. That especially as it in tier three, like there wasn't many at the time that had been given an opportunity to play at a men's ground. Yeah, and I yeah. think I'm not saying it was a star point for it, because again, I'm no, never, no, but never, never that. Was, but but there was, was there was a point where all of a sudden, like, you know, you had a you, I think I think Child played at the Valley, didn't they? And then Palace played at Sellers Park. And yeah. then all of a sudden like teams were doing it because it was it was the scenes the thing to do, isn't it? Because like you know, I, Tracy, our boss at the time, like what the work she put into, like oh, yeah. monumental, like getting it all sorted, and, and the backing of the club was sensational. So like you were like to get that game being played there, um, and you've had like the first team men's players come watch, and now it's like it's not the norm now, but it's starting to kind of starting you know look at look at Spurs last year or the year before they played like. I think there's a point. Whoever they play, I think playing like the home grounds of like three or four clubs in in a go. They play. Well, they play at high. They're not Highbury. It's not Highbury anymore. Is it? no. It's the Emirates. Um, they played the Emirates. Played at yeah. White Hart Lane. They played at, played at Upton Park as well. They played. And you were like, this is mad. And they were getting 30, 40, 50 thousand. And you were like, perfect. Because when I was in the in the game, you'd only get that FA Cup final day. Yeah. Either at I think it was at the Rioc, well, it, it was a few times it was at uh, Selhurst Park. Yeah, and that's the only time you'd get like Charlton thousands Arsenal, and thousands yeah. of people to watch. But then we had obviously we had, we were blessed at that point to have that, that game at the Amex at the time, and it was yeah, it was an experience. But, but yeah. no, it was it was a definitely a building block, and yeah, hundred percent. From what you just said, it just sounds like that's the experience you want. That, you use part of of something. I tell you, like part of history. That yeah. yeah, that that season, like, and I, and, I, and we I don't we don't talk about it very very often. Um, for our own personal reasons but like every single one of them players to this day yeah. I'd run through brick walls from I'd do anything for them if anyone rang me to this day and said hey you like, can you do this you're like a family and it goes back to the whole environment and all the small bits of detail loads of stuff we could improve on loads of stuff we could have done differently but in the main like that was like the team we'd got together I'm talking like we were in tier 3 at the time and it was like we only won the league by the, two the, points as well yeah, yeah, yeah. We only want to lead by two points to Charlton. Um, but, like, the two points that we won it by, for me personally, were the, I don't know, the players and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. three times a week we trained. But also, like, maybe, I'm going to say 16 members of staff, maybe. 
And you know what I mean? And you, and you go, and you, goes into it. you forget that there was like there was the the at the time of my, my wife at the time, um, she was like the the head physio. Then you had like three sports therapists. Then you yeah. had like head of S and C, an assistant S and C. You had Marzi. You had me. You had Amy Merricks, who was coaching the, yeah, the development right. squad. You yeah. had Curtis Foster. You, and then all of a sudden, then you had a goalkeeping coach. Yeah. And then you had it was just like then you had nutritionists, a psychologist, and you're like, we're only like not really not saying we're only playing tier three, but we were in tier three, and then we were like, when you want about two points. But I think that's what it is. People don't realise to get to a certain level, the the, the behind the scenes. Because obviously all that's ever really shown is the in front of the, the yeah. players and the coaches that are coaching it. Yeah. You never really see the physio, the S and C. Like there's there's like you said psychiatrists now. You don't you don't yeah. do people really know who they are at clubs unless Mate, they're on the a most, club website. The, the most impl- and, and, and I don't speak, I don't this is my own opinion of that season. We got the players obviously did what they did. Yeah. They, they they deserved that league title themselves. That was them. They can only go and do what you ask yeah, them to yeah, do, yeah, or, or you give them the ideas yeah. and they go and deliver that. That's then players won that league title and then, then players won that promotion to WSL but for me personally my own personal thing there was one person who won that league for that year which was a guy called John Mazet he was a psychologist yeah I would not want to do his job <laughs> in any context of the female game because so, he was sensational like, yeah. even 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 like um, even me and Marzi had a meeting with him to, to talk about our relationship and how we worked as coaches and that was like sensational yeah. to find out stuff that what, what you know what we said but I think he personally, like, you know, dealing with playing, playing at the Amex, dealing with, you know, we had to win five games out of five to win the league and, and dealing with the last game of the season to try and win that and going to an absolute hole against, yeah. against Spurs and winning that and the whole build-up to it all, like, massively. Did, did you, during that, because we touched on it on the last pod, um, was you talking about the female cycle with, with the players? The yeah. players so you, yeah, yeah, I, I, I into... do, excuse me, I did briefly go through it. I didn't, I didn't listen to the reason, yeah. last podcast. There were right. two girls on it. Yeah, yeah. I will still want that, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I, I, one bit I did see was actually one of the questions about well-being thing about their, their menstrual, cycle, yeah. menstrual cycle. But actually, you find they all go on at the same time, don't they? They all, they all finally, they kind of all sync together, the realize, females. Yeah. And they all, they all have, they're all, they're kind of, that happens at the same time. But we've just done a well-being questionnaire really randomly. But did you do that at, at when you was winning the league with with Brighton? Was that something that was integrated into that? Was, was no, not mass, not massively, but like the 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 kind of the nutritionist, the psychologist, yeah, the S and C, they, they, they all they all dealt, dealt with, with all that because essentially our, our job that's, was on the that's grass. It. And it's, such. The, it's the trust within your team to deal with different sections and letting the team manager who manages it all. Deal with them different sections. Mate, you never, you never see, you never. It's always talked about, and I say stuff to Enfield in a minute. Like, you, they, you know, we just brought the girls back together on a Zoom yeah. the other night, but you don't see the hours that go on behind the scenes. Doesn't matter if you're it. tier five, six, seven. Like, doesn't matter if you're Sunday league. Paid, getting paid, doesn't matter what it is. Like, they're, 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 like we, 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 <laughs> we literally like. So I, I had to, to coach Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and game Sunday. Now I probably talked football with Marzi Monday to Sunday, and then like you had a meeting. I had to go. I think my time. Well, you were about to say how how often did your staff? You said you said you had sixteen members of staff, give and even even well, give or take. Even now though, like you know, you have got staff X Y Z. How often do you guys contact a week without the players? Even though in the know you got obviously got, we live in a I'd we, say, we live in a room of group chats now, but even before group chats, you'd have to. I'd say there's always something every single day. Like my phone's gone off this morning about our social media posts because we're doing something in a minute to kind of mental uh, well-being and just like yeah, a positive, yeah. a positive yeah. quote every day from the girls, and that's come from a player's idea. So that's great. you're always oh. thinking of something that hey, you look up. He's taking all the quotes. They um. And yeah, you just got to do something, but every single day. But like Brian, I think that's about seven till nine in the evening, like three nights a week. But I'd be in there at four o'clock, and I'd be home at like eleven, and I, it was it was like a two minute walk up, and it was just like, yeah. and you were doing that three nights a week, and you're like, wait a minute, this is like, it's actually, 
let's just say five hours it's 15 hours of training a week yeah. reality in the time you're there so, so yeah massive effort so that, that that's a great experience and something that you you hold and they said if, if you don't talk about it for a certain reason that's completely yeah I wanted, like, I wanted to I'd ask like a league winners medal if that's if you know what oh. is, that, is that why you don't talk about it <laughs> 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 is that why you don't talk oh, about it what I did want to ask you though yeah, I, will, I, tell, I will say that some people out there they've got a league winners medal I think they turned up to the playoff game and they got a league winners medal I'm like are you, you alright are you okay I wanted to ask because you said obviously it wasn't you know football wasn't your full time job and you was doing other jobs you know, around it, what what kind of sacrifices have you made to to sort of be? Because look, you said at one point you was at co-op, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, Go obviously, it hasn't always. He's getting on the banner for tags. I'll, I'll take them. No way. We might get some sponsorship. You never know. Um, no, but on a serious note, like you're saying, obviously you you you're now like a a, a teacher slash PE teacher, whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm not a PC, just not a shooter. But like you're saying, you've done all those jobs as well, and you're fitting football around it. Some people don't even know about the sacrifices you make in, like, especially with Cole or, yeah. or anyone else that's in the game, especially in the women's game as well. You have to make more sacrifices, I think, in the women's game now and and before than ever before. So how was how was it trying to manage a a job and then trying to manage your dream? Um. I wouldn't say football was a dream. I just enjoyed. I think football was more of a hobby more than anything else. But I think you just you if you want to do it, then you do it, don't you? Like yeah. if I wanna, like I'm sitting up last night at like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, writing some stuff down for Enfield because it's coming to my head and because I, I don't remember stuff. Oh, like, not for us. Can't. I have to, <laughs> I have to write something down to go. Oh, what's that? I remember now? And yeah. I thought, oh, I've not changed it or I've not done that or I've not put that. I've not thought about that in the player profile pack that I've just done or whatever it is. You just like it, random thought. And you think, right, I've got to do it. But you just, I think you invest the time that you, I think what you, that old saying, whatever you put in, you you should essentially get out of it. And I don't, I disagree with saying the female. I think male and female, I've seen, yeah, I've seen both sides that doesn't, I think, not to get controversial, but football's football. And I, and I know we, 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 we separate the two, the male game, the female game. It's, it's a game of football. No, it is. It's a game of football and it's all one thing. But I'm yeah, yeah. No, no, I get that because you're separating that. I completely understand. But I think that I've seen, and I, I speak to a mate last night on the phone and he's at West Brom. Um, Lee Garlic, he can be tagged in it as well. Oh, um, he's getting tagged he, out um, The stuff, the sacrifices that he's been making recently. Yeah. And they're silly things like, um, I'm not talking about term for him, but he's doing loads of like COVID testing for them because his age group can't coach them in it, yeah. um, even though they're cat one. But the stuff he's doing and the stuff he's doing at home that's not being seen. So I think it works across the board that you so, essentially what you put in, you're no, going gonna to get Yeah, out what I was trying to say was though, in the women's game, it is 10 times harder. Like the men's game at, at certain levels, is really hard. But in the women's game, even at the level that, you know, you guys have been at or what, what Carl's at now, it is even that little bit harder sometimes because you don't get as much back. In. Look, if you're yeah. doing a men's game, you probably get that little bit more back in, you know. Socially. Yeah, but I think I think the time wise, I think if you wanna, you know, if you wanna spend time, like I know, like I say, Lee last night, he's doing a, a, a quiz, so it's no, and that's a Cat One Boys Academy, so it's no mm. different to like you doing something with the girls or me doing yeah. a Zoom with with Enfield like for an hour on Wednesday. So I think it's the time that you put into it you get back out and if you feel passionate about it and 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 you know regardless of boys girls men or women's game like it's the it's game the game yeah, yeah it's just, just, the game. You just i think you just whatever you put in like 
you know, if I want to go and watch players for to, to look at Sussex, then we'd, you'd go out there, wouldn't you, on a Saturday morning yeah. or, or a oh, Sunday? Sussex, Sussex jacket. I've never seen the Sussex jacket. He's been on. No, I did, did I? Because I went to those games, didn't I? Because I went to the pre-season games, didn't I? I went to Salting to watch them. Yeah, so I went to a couple of pre-season games because I remember. said there about the game's the game women female that's fine i understand that um so what's your we touched on it last week and i, I want to retouch on it because there was something that came up last night that i saw with a female only uefa b uefa b <laughs> so we spoke about this last week with, with lucia and, and sean and there was like entry level and i agree with entry level look ones if, you, if you're getting into it and you're not too sure i agree yes do female only level two Maybe uh, even then, I'm not. I'm not keen on it because I feel like you're going to be going into a game with with males anyway. So you integrate early and maybe split it. But doing a female only UA for B one, are you going to get enough females on the course like you've just said with yours? They struggled to get. Are you going to get enough females on? And if you if you are, are they just being fast tracked because they're female, or are they actually on the course because they've got to that level where they need to get on it? There's so many things around it. I don't, it doesn't sit right with me and I, I'm an advocate for the women's game, but I feel that it should be, you A for B is you A for B. We're not trying, it's like they're trying to separate the games and make it a women's game and a men's game. Whereas it's, it's, it's one game, one course. And even Sean said it last time um, and you can clip it and bring it up where she said it's, it's one game. Like we don't have a women's only and a males only, but yeah. actually it looked like, last night from what I saw, it looks like we do. We have a, a female only and a... Right, let's try and be as, as non-controversial <laughs> as possible. Look, I no, said last week, like, I, got, I got 1,500 followers on Twitter and that's big because it's bigger Ooh. than me. <laughs> right. But right, trust me, please. I said something the other day on Twitter and I was expecting a few people to follow me because I, I said about um, Liverpool won the league last year because of COVID. Tongue in cheek is the way Karen Carney disrespected yeah. Leeds United. <laughs> Man, we won it because of COVID. Man, we won that league because we were the best team in 46 games. Let's let's get it real. We won the league by 10 points. That that's that was just a tongue in cheek thing. So I'm expecting to be on about a thousand. Yeah. So I'll be your level by the end. Of this. <laughs> I said last week though that like we've got a and, and and Lucia says it. I just want to be seen as a coach. Yeah. We've got to cut this out of female male, and we've got to say. Look, it's it's all inclusive, and you can't just have female. I'm sorry, but the, so it's I, like saying, "Oh, it's male only." You got if you want equality, it's got to be across the board, and you've got to, you, if you've got to do it with men, and you've got to do it with with women, and then yeah, I think I think there's two sides to it. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be this is gonna be about as controversial as I could possibly you know, get. It's, it's but difficult I think, not to be. No, like, no, but I think so. There's 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 two ways you either look at it, right? There's and I, and I spoke about it earlier, like. And, and I'm not, this is not a, a thing, but like I, I media my A license will cost me just as much as, um, as it should do, and yeah. that should be across the board. It doesn't matter the background yeah. you're from; yeah. you should have to pay five thousand pound, whatever it is, to to, yeah. to to for your A license. That should just be it. Yeah. When you start to segregate it, or then I think then you unknowingly create that divide. And I think with so like with I'm the right. with the with the female only coaching badges, I'm cool with whatever. Like I I. I'll, t I'll actually put it out there. I genuinely could not care less if you are male, female, black, Asian, disabled. I couldn't care less. All on the same course. 
just like just coach. That's yeah. what we all do. Don't we? No one cares. Like, no one cares. I, I, I generally don't. I generally don't care. I've got no problems with if you're the best coach in the world, you're the worst coach in the world. I will work with whatever and whoever. I'm do not you, precious, but think? I think I think two sides to it. Either the divide is being created. This is a controversial bit. Now. Yeah, the divide potentially is being created because. People are crying wolf that there's not enough females in the game, not enough BAME coaches in the game. And and then that divide's getting created because they're highlighting it potentially. And then that creates a divide because all of a sudden the people that are in the game go, Well, hold on a minute, like what's your problem? And it's like, well, actually, there's not there's not a problem there to start with. Unfortunately, historically the way the football has ran has been ran the way it's been ran, regardless yeah. of who's involved and who's not. We always talk about the people that are on boards and they're all like, yeah, they're all old men and blah, blah. And it's like, well, okay, but without them, the game wouldn't be where yeah. it is now. So let's actually, and, and, and I talk about all the time that the game's where it is because of, because of them people. So then, but then the game needs to evolve and change yeah. because that's what it always, yeah, it's, it's always doing. It needs to evolve and change. Look, right. at, look at Barcelona. Yeah, Cruyff started it in the seventies, but it's come to fruition now in the, in, in the kind of two thousands. Yeah. And, and he built that over a dynasty. And you think it's evolving, but rather than chastise the people that have got the game to where it is, yeah. why don't we celebrate the fact that they've got the game to this point? The the, the game itself, in general, uh -huh. the, prim, the, the the Premier League, the men's Premier League, is the is the best league in the world, right? So whoever's been behind all of that from yeah. 20, 30 years ago, and when the Premier League started in the nineties, nineteen ninety three, whenever it was, like they they're behind that, they've got to that point. So yeah. let's celebrate that it's got to that point, and then let's let's be part of the evolution that changes it to get it yes. to the next level. Female game. Like when I, like I said, the biggest crowd you ever get is an FA Cup final day. Yeah. Like back in the day, and that's when everybody went, all the centre excellences yeah. went. Whoever's been behind it, good and bad, has brought the game to this level where you can afford to get players. And I don't know what players get paid, but I can imagine it's the highest they've ever been paid in the yeah. game. Like they've had probably the most exposure in the game. They've had yeah. the biggest sponsorship in the game, but yet we still we still say something like negative about it that it's yeah. not where it should be. Blah blah. But actually, reality is. You ain't going to change that quickly, like, and and, and I think they, I think people rather than rather than berate the people that have got the game to that point and berate the fact of yeah. wherever let's go, the, wherever the male game is, let's just let's just celebrate where we're at, and let's be let's be thankful where we're at, yeah. and let's now be part of the evolution of change to drive it forward. I think but you've do it positively. You've touched it. It's, it's the evolution, and I don't disagree with what you've just said there. Do I think Bam's underprivileged, underrepresented? Yes. Do I think Massive. females are underrepresented? Yes. Are they there? Yes. I think that's the issue. And I think that's where we, we lose it is is that because they're underrepresented and I think what you've just said, the people that helped have obviously got the game to a certain point. Have they evolved? Probably not. Do they need to? Yes. When is that going to happen? God knows. But I think you can't, don't create that divide. Like the, the BAM stuff at the moment, they still, it's not a BAM course. It's not a course. I haven't seen it if there is, I might be wrong, I might be speed, but I haven't seen a BAM course that's specifically just for BAM. I've seen that they help you with funding and XYZ. Do you know what, the, 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 and, and, and it's frustrating the last couple of weeks, I've seen a couple of job adverts. I get it because there's there's there's, a, there's an under, whatever, the, what's the word? There's an under- uh, Underrepresentation. Underrepresentation yeah. of like um, females or whatever it may be, or, or BAME people, like, and I get that. They've created job roles for that. Like it was a West Ham job that came out last week, yeah. and I see it, and it was like a female-only thing. Yeah. And you're like, that's, and I'm fully behind it because I want to give give anybody and anyone the opportunity. But then don't, I personally don't feel that you need to advertise that. Yeah. Like obviously, employment law would be something you like. They obviously got the, the, the tick from saying so it's yeah. okay to do that. It's like the, discrimination. Like, and it's discrimination. like I'm not going to mention clubs, but I've mentioned clubs within my conversations. One of the clubs out there is like we 
we kind of want female coaches only. Yeah. And you're like, you, you, it's like, I get it. Yeah. I completely get it because you want to do it, but I don't get why you would essentially advertise, advertise to that level yeah. of what you want. Why don't you just advertise the job role and then people will apply if they perceive they have got the qualifications yeah. and then select who you want to select. Uh, yeah, no. Select I, the you know best what? person. Like, look, jokes aside, and we'll talk about Sussex. Yeah. So the year before you came, and I know it's not talking rudely of them, I applied for the Sussex manager's job the year before you got it. Yeah. And um, I, I wasn't really precious about it. I've never really managed a team like in senior level. Whatever. Yeah. And I thought, I'll give it a go. And it was, it was after I'd left Brian or whatever. And, um, and, and they, gave it, they gave it to a female coach. The female coach had never been in the game for like 10 years or something like that. I don't and that. if she was the best person, in their personal opinion of it, and the best person, let's do the best person, not the best, yeah, the best female, person, yeah. nothing, the best person for it, then fair play. Having experienced that season, like... You are still part of the staff, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the staff, they asked me to come in as an assistant coach. And I was yeah. like, we could call. I, I was like, I, I actually, I think I even texted people, like, I've got this job, I was well yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It didn't really bother me. I'm not, I'm not that, that, that type of person. But like, then working with her, it was just like, you're, you're, you've, not, you've not become part of that 10-year process of where the game's come from to where it is at so 10 years in a female game let's separate them it's because it was the female coaching like yeah. where it come from she'd missed that 10 years yeah. whereas I've been part of it and you were like actually the players are different yeah. the, the setups are different and it was like and it was weird because you know I could throw out if I really wanted to and be really controversial so she only got it because she was female if I really wanted to say that yeah. but actually I didn't care how she got the job I wasn't precious about how she yeah. got it I was like if you're the best person, you're better than me, then then go for it, knock yourself yeah. out. But if I'm working with you, let's work together because like you've deluded from the start, a lot of the stuff I do, and it's been, it's been made up recently and a few people that speak to the game, I don't say huge amount, but then when I do say it to you, I don't give you. I don't want to give you the answers because I haven't got the answers. I've never yeah, got the yeah. answer to football. I've never got an met opinion, anyone. Like got, everyone. And I just yeah, all I do is I drop something in to then ex to expand your mind, and you take whatever you have seen to the level you take it at because yeah. it's you who's got to deliver that coaching point, that yeah. that tactical information, that um, team talk, whatever it's got to be. That's for you to do. It. But if I can plant a seed, you then grow that whatever that thought process is. And you know you're you're really good at that. And I, I we'll go to touch on Sussex now. We'll like. Obviously, we've, as we yeah, just stop said, separating on, men and female games. Yeah, stop, stop, separa stop separating. A coaching course, a coaching course. A coaching just course, go on it. Because <laughs> what, what are you then going to start incorporating in the female course that might not be incorporated in the male's course? Or, or it's not even the male's course. That's what I, see what I just done. Yeah. I had to call it the yeah, male's we'll course. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do it's it. the female course. I think, I think you're right. I touched last, just to finish it. I do think you're right in, in entry level. Depending on the age of, of some of the people that would go onto a course, some people might feel intimidated yeah, to go on the course. Yeah, so entry because, level, that's fine. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with whatever because at the end of the day, like in, in all of it, and I even said to you earlier about the way that the, the season will finish. Essentially, yes, you can hear my voice and I can say my opinion, but am I in a position to change any of that? No. So yeah, yeah, yeah. until I am, then what you just carry on, do whatever you want to do. Like, and if it, if it creates the female game, yeah. let's, let's separate it again. But if it creates a few more games better, then knock yourself out and carry on. Yeah. No, you know? I, and, and if you learn from it and, it and it does work, then brilliant. If it doesn't, then you change it, whatever you've got to do. But just, I think, try whatever you need to try and just, just get think, on with it I and stop stop worrying about that and actually yeah. worry about, the worry about what's on the I think sometimes there's a stigma attached though, isn't there? Like, it's like saying that, the like you said before, the Premier League is the, the best product, right? But then you have the Championship. And I would say the Championship is equally better than the Scottish League. Yeah. And sometimes the women's game gets branded in, oh, it's the women's game. And, and again, it's, it's not to sound wrong, but a lot of people get, what was women? And you, like, I can tell you now, there's some women out there that are better than ballers in the championship. 
or better than. They might not physically. Like, I, I, I will hope uh-huh. that physically not, but technically and, technically and tactical understanding. And tactical, and tactical understanding. Yeah. They're better. Um, and there's and there's some you know again just from working in the women's game recently. There's some girls that you have or we have or however you say it at Cholton that I would look at and go for their age group. They're better than most boys teams that I know. And 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 sometimes you've got to get rid of that stigma that it's the women's game like you keep saying it's football and you've yeah. got to appreciate it for what it is but sometimes some some levels of football though do just find their level you know you can't say that the Northern Irish League is better than than the Premier League at all because the the, the, the quality the, the quality of players they got there yeah. but the, what, what we're trying to get at in, in in the women's game especially in like the women's English game is the more p- better players they attract why can't it be as good as Man, it's the best point it's ever been, and we yeah, and it's going to get better. It, that's what that's, I think. That's my frustration with it. It's the best place it's probably ever been. Like, not been involved in it, but seeing it from the outsider's perspective, it's probably the best place it's ever been. But yet, it's probably got the most annoyance and controversy out there yeah. that they that there's still not enough. And you're like, well, actually, like it's that whole thing. Is what what is actually enough though? What like sit down and go. The people actually, what do you, what more do you want? You're the game's the best. The, 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 it's the best it's ever been. It's probably yeah. the most professional it's ever been. They've been paid the most they've been ever yeah. been paid. They probably they've got the, one of the biggest sponsorship deals they've ever ever had. But yet people still want more. And I get that. But there comes a time where you've got to be like, well, actually, wait a minute, like. The game, the game look, it's just it's got to, sometimes it's, it's got to take I, it's got to take a time but it's, people it's don't want to wait because we're impatient can, can I, I, can I, I ask you what your thoughts are on the American women being paid exactly the same as the men fair play if that's what they can afford to do they knock themselves out like that's well, what I'm saying until you're at that point where you can be part well, do of you think, selection do process do you think now this isn't like me being like I think the women, USA women's team is better than the men's but the men's team is more you know, it's still growing. I, I think. Do you think that they should have been paid more from the start because I, I they were think, better? With the with, with the globe panel we're in, I think if you could, if you could, if you can financially, because it's a business. Let's be straight; it's a business, yeah, and if you, if it's course. not viable and it costs you money, you wouldn't essentially run something that costs you money because you'd be end up you'd be bankrupt eventually. Don't matter. Well, most football teams are, are running yeah. that. So, but, but I think if you can afford to do it then that becomes acceptable to do it because not only because what you would have done, you'd have, I'm guessing, you'd have budgeted to go, right, we can afford to pay England men's team this amount of money, England women's team this amount of money. And then when you go, well, actually, wait a minute, let's look for equality and let's get them as exactly the same, which is absolutely valid. It's a valid, valid point. But if you've got £20 million coming in and, that's, and your £20 million budget is paying the men 15, the women five, then you say, right, I want to pay them the same. Well, you either say to them, we're going to duck your money and we'll, we'll, we'll pay you £10 million each because we can't go above £20 million until we find that money. And if you find another £10 million quid or whatever it is, yeah, wicked, not a, a problem. Time, you get both get paid the same. But for like, a long time, the women's USA team, were, and they still are, better than the men's. So why were they being paid less? I'll throw it back to you. How do you know they're better? Like, they played against They've won World Cups. You can't look. You can't I mean, look. let's just straight up. I'm better than you two because if you look at me, I've hit the crossbar three times. You hit right. none. You that's just one, on so today, though. But that's just based on today. Yeah. Like, if we no, were to okay. do this ten times, like, but like the women, the women's just have won multiple championships. Yeah, and they've no, been it, yeah. and they can't go to the next. They they're at the best level they can be at. I I and so for a long time. Shouldn't they have been paid better than the men? I always, I just look at it, putting my business hat on. I just think, if if is it affordability? And if it's affordability, then we need to address that. Is, but is it is it actually quality? Probably not. It, is it 
is it is it affordability potentially? But you know, then you I'll throw it back and go. Well, it might be quality. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I think we're, 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 we're never in a country. We're, we're, not, in a country we're, yeah, in a we're in a country of decades of it being this way, aren't we? Let's be honest. Come on, like it's, yeah. It's, I, I, I'll go back to that question you were saying earlier. Like we don't evolve quick enough. Like we've evolved very quickly during this pandemic. For oh, sport needs to play. So look, we need to be quick. So if we're going to do that for the women's game, why don't we quickly put those things into place? And do you know what? You only learn by failing. I think I think what you've touched on is is. When, when you said, look, we're, we're, it's the best it's been for, for a very long time, and it is getting better. When, when does it peak? We don't know, but we're 50 years behind. The game is where the men's game was a, a, like, how think, many years ago? So, like so you've, got, you've got to understand that there is a time, and it will get better. It might not happen over... And you know what? It might be the players that are playing now don't see that change. Yeah. They'll play what they're at now, for the next however until they retire and it's the up and coming it's that six year old right love, now I'd love to that see, might see I'd a love change I'd love to sit there and, like, and ask someone like let's just talk Kelly Smith which is like one of the yeah. best players in, in her era or Rachel Yankee what did they get paid like then to what yeah. a player gets paid now yeah. and then go look at that difference in and let's just talk pay you know what difference in that is in just alone but you could do something let, 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 yeah let alone like what they train like to what they train now what they have yeah. available like all the training facilities they get now yeah. and you just think to yourself it's tenfold, but yet they were the best players of their generation. Yeah. They're like the golden generation, weren't they? And then now it's evolving and moving on. And it, I think it's just, is it time? Ha yes. Have we got time? A lot of people don't want to have the time. They, they, that's they it. want it to, it's, it's want it to happen yesterday rather than happen It's a, it's a game that will evolve. And like I said, it might be that six-year-old girl right now that's not you know, interested in football, turns into the best player mm. in the world and will Mate, be Mate, I just think it's exciting to, it. to be part of it. Like, yeah, regardless, 100%, regardless, 100%. regardless if, if you're lucky enough to work in... In, in, the, in the boys' academies or boys' game, grassroots or yeah. girls' grassroots or whatever. If you're involved in football in general, just feel blessed, man. But That's to, how to, I look to it. filter back, football's football. Like, I don't believe in all these separating of courses. You don't know what the different, what's going to happen next. They're going to get female only tutors. Like, it, it doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Like, the game is the game. Put the whole game together. And because, as, as Sean said, and, and Lucia said last week, you, we, when we're on them courses, want to know the experience that the women, them women working in the game again. Yeah. We want to hear it. But if you put them on a course where we can't hear it, yeah. we'll never know. I, I agree with level one. You could probably be in a foundation where it's all women because you might be scared at first and it's your first steps on the ladder. But it should be. But, but, also, as well, if you, but also as well, for a lad to go on a course, well, if you're a, a 17, 18 year old lad. And you hear that experience. Like, and I, and, I, and I, obviously I deal with college kids, so I see their kind of social interactions. They might feel awkward to be doing a coach course in front of a female. So it works. It works both ways. I'm right. I think you're right. I think there's got to be a. There's got to be a point somewhere. where the entry level is look, and, and the, the option should be there. At, at level one, there should be three options you can mix, you can do your own. Or you can do, you know, you can do male or female, yeah. or you can mix. Those are the three options. Once you get to level two, they go right. If you really are serious about coaching, because it's, it's, it's also, but like, you, you've got to at some given point, you've got to expose the coach to what they're going to be exposed that's it, to. That's, that's it. You that's go, that's you, you literally, yeah. you go to a team. You might, you, you, you might have up to a, like, I think it's sixteens now, isn't it? You can play, girls can play yeah, in a boys no, team. No, I think they could do it at, at post, isn't it post up to under eighteens? I'm oh, sure. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm saying, so why yeah. don't you expose them to see what they're going to get? They're going to yeah. get like kids from all different diverse backgrounds. They're going to have you know, male and females playing in, yeah. in, their, in their team, in their football team. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter if they're male or female. No. Like, so yeah, I think exposed at some point. So let's let's touch on our Sussex, our time at Sussex. Obviously. Wait, wait, has he got a jacket from this? Should we bring the jacket into the plate? <laughs> no, no, don't, don't, don't. Oh, like, he's got to get it, put it on. So we, oh, he's cold. So, we, so we, you can talk about Sussex whilst you got it on, mate. Why don't you bring yours? 
Yeah, quite easy. Like, um, can we not tag Sussex in this? Because I've actually given my jacket away. Oh. <laughs> Don't tag him because they might want it back. <laughs> okay, too. Cole, Cole loves giving kit back. But yeah, um, mate, this, no. cat, this guy's got kit for days. I was around his house and let's, he's got kit for days. Let's let's talk about Sussex. Talk about Sussex. Yeah. Oh mate, you got a Sussex jacket. Oh, Where's <laughs> it from? <laughs> just just for the people who are listening oh, on the podcast, Cole's Cole's got a Sussex jacket that he never yeah. takes off. I bet he, I bet he sleeps in it. Is this as this disclaimer? Do you sleep in that jacket? Does, uh, do you I, make, I can nor confirm or deny circulation. <laughs> does, does, does your missus, does your missus uh, have to wash it or does she have this, to rip this it from you? This doesn't get touched. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Obviously, I went for that role. I saw it pop up. I saw the season they had and what, what happened that season. I was like, okay, this is... I, 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 I backed myself to be able to go in and do something different. Had the interview, got, got, got the role. Um, Obviously, they asked about my team. I said, look, I speak to a couple of people. They said, look, we've got these coaches. You had yourself and you had Carly as well. He was in there. Um, and we, I was like, okay, yeah. Well, I, I spoke to, I'll be honest, I spoke to my mate, uh, Greg Cross, who was at Lewis, who, who done well with me. I was like, do you want to come and do it? And there was things going on, so we couldn't. So then, obviously, yourself and Carly were getting involved. And um, So yourself and Carly got involved. Um, and, and I said, yeah, cool. Um, and then we've done the whole, the weirdest bit, and I'll be honest, and if they're listening, listening, we didn't really do trials too much. We didn't do much training. Like that's something we tried to implement. I, I, I had multiple emails to try and get more training sessions together. It was difficult. Teams didn't want to release players. It was a load of phone calls I was consistently making to try and get the players in. I, I spoke for yourself I, uh, briefly. I'll be honest, I, I took a lot of the selection a little bit upon myself, so selected players and, and the final I've done the same thing I should have probably spoke to you and Carly before making some final decisions a day before but it is what it is we, we Can don't we just get that on record that he picked the team for that final and lost that is what <laughs> he's you, just you said you want there. that as your trailer as your first clip that's what he's just said I think, I'm, I'm glad it's taken about three years I'll tell you what <laughs> first thing I do when I get home is I'll clip it for you and yeah. you can have that tonight. No, as do, a, as do, you know, do you know what? No, no I, think, <laughs> I, I think I was the first to go, you know, I should have spoke to you because I, I believe we, I, I probably made some wrong selections and I spoke to you after that day. It was too late, but I'd already said, you know what? I should Speak have. deeper into the mic, I'll just say. It's a time. I should have. Um, Are you saying that I'm, I've am i got such a great knowledge and experience no, that I would have won that final? I'm, I'm saying that your knowledge of the game at that point was, was far better than mine. You should probably got the roll over me, to be honest. Um, but no, look. Don't get the year before, mate. So. <laughs> again. But, but look, we, we won all three games. Like, we won 7 okay. 0. Um, and then obviously I couldn't get to one of the games and you and Carly took it and it was probably the hardest game because you keep telling me against the Navy and you won that <laughs> <laughs> um, and, then we, we beat, uh, and then we come back and again we beat Jersey as well and, and then we got to the final against Middlesex and unfortunately injuries hit us I, I, I'm, I'm so sure wait a minute he, wait, he's, 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 gone, he's gone back now I have first back, it was his fault for the squad he picked I haven't, now he's saying it's the I haven't backtracked I had to change my squad and you know I can, I want the papers to come up. I wouldn't have known if you changed the score because you never spoke to me. So. <laughs> oh, I've got a group. I've, got, I've still got this group. <laughs> He's got a group chat with no one in it, but he's still got this group. <laughs> no, um, it was, we went to the final and it was a 3-0 loss. Like, we had, we had, it was pretty much the same team that took us through all three of bar, I think it was three players. Um, 
One of them we call. I did speak to you actually. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. Let me back. Cut, and he knows what I'm about to say. So who did we get involved? Stop, stop, stop. Who did we get involved? I'm sure Tiff was there. Uh, Abby Measures. I had to. I think there was a two. Because I think it was only two. It was the two centre offs that we couldn't get. Yeah. So we had to replace. We got them two in. Um, and because they, they wasn't, they hadn't been part of the whole campaign. It's probably difficult for them just to come in. Big game. We, we travelled all the way to Middlesex in a new HQ, and, and it's probably a little bit not wouldn't out their depth. I won't say out their depth, but it was a new, a different squad that they hadn't had time to integrate and chat, have a have a talk with, and find out how certain players play. So the way that Tiff might have played at uh, Chichester at the time, might she didn't understand how a fullback played or a centre midfielder played or or how to play. Was it? Would, did she play from A to B, or did she try and play? And yes, we tried to talk. And, and explain how we wanted to do it, but to be part of the process is the main thing, isn't it? To see how it's done, one game, two game, three game, going to the final, and, and then it's a, it's a, it's a loss to record that I, I feel it still hurts you. Yeah, it mate. does. It, it proper does. I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie to you. What, what hurt more, the L last week or the L? That, that loss it still hurts me. That, that loss is still. Oh, wait, oh, I need to like another L today, didn't he? Fifteen goes across my challenge in zero. No, do you know that? that All I can say about this pod is that he's 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 becoming the worst. The worst. The person. unorthodox loser. That's <laughs> just get that, that one it. wave that he's had <laughs> just on that. Twitter that boosted him is now making him look so fluky. But, but yeah, no. Um, I'm still waiting for a question about Sussex, mate. I mean, it wasn't all about you. Do you want to know what it's like to work for you? Is that, what's I, I, I don't know how to ask that one because I don't trust it You've got it two now. people sitting here. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. How, how was it working with me, to be honest? Like, how was I? Dig him out of it. I'll, be, so, I'll, be, like, I'll tell you about the process to start because he's, he's lied about it. So basically, um, he wanted to get me in and, and I, I will find the text messages because it's not a problem. Oh, I don't believe they're going to be popping <laughs> he up. Says, he, says to, he says to me, um, please, can you take the goalkeepers, right? And if uh, yeah, anyone, I <laughs> exactly, right? Because he tries to coach him. He's like, that. yeah, so you don't even know me. Like, seriously, goalkeeping, right? <laughs> if there's any position that I do not give any advice on, that I don't try and coach. That I just shout at if they make a mistake. TUA for B. What was it? Goal. <laughs> You're not a Trinidad Tobago goalkeeping coach. Um, and uh, yeah, I hate goalkeeping with a passion. Uh, my Sophie Stonehouse will tell you that about goalkeeper in a minute. She knows I hate goalkeeping. Yeah. Um, no, he asked me to come to the fair. And I was like, oh, I just like being involved, and, and it couldn't have been any worse than, than what it was the year before um, with Sussex when getting questioned about giving a girl a coaching point at half time um, and asking her to run the coaching point past her. Whereas I think if you're going to have that relationship, you've got to have that trust in like, yeah. um, that whatever coaching point that person is going to come up with, you, you, it's a, there's a reason behind it. And you're not to that tenure on the same hymn sheet. But um, <laughs> no, it was all right to be fair. Like it was good because I, it was just, it, I'd not, I've not done anything until this season, which yeah. is a worse season to come back involved in. But like, I've done nothing for like four years. I'd scratched around and worked for, yeah. um, Russell Martin Academy, which is fantastic, which is a great, a yeah, great yeah. thing in a minute. It's going. They've just got. They've just got a new ground. Which it's is got great the South, South, um, place because yeah, yeah, just got it now, which is really, really good for them. Um, and that, they, were, they were really good to work for. And just little bits and bobs. But again, if I was Sussex, it just kept me kind of foot in the, in the door of, of stuff. And I think um, working is good because, like, obviously, I knew a different caliber of player to what you yeah. would know. Like, you would know a lot more of the, the, the youth ones, players, yeah, yeah. and I'd know more of the other players. And trying to get like nick a couple of the old players that I know from Brian to try and get in and yeah, I remember and, that. Do you know what I mean? Like a Charlie yeah. Boswell or something like that, trying to get her involved <clears throat> and it was good because fantastic player but um yeah it was, it was good because it was nice and we had that whole thing and like I said touchline experiences were nice and simple because I'd see stuff and then I'd just have a little whisper in your ear and then like 
jokes aside, the Navy game, I was a completely different animal because when it's yours, <laughs> it's different. It's just, just constant. It's got a feedback oh, to me. And, it's got a feedback. And, and, and I'm not, I mean, the person that I was, that I was coaching against that day might, might listen to this podcast. <laughs> I ain't going to mention their name, but it's good to beat them as well because um, of stuff that had gone on in the past. It was good to, good to get one over on them yeah. as well. So it's like a personal thing as well. But um, but yeah, no, it was good just to be involved. And I think the final was just a random thing that they decided to put together, wasn't it? Um, and really randomly, the, one of my players, Sharice yeah. at Enfield, played in that game and sent me a picture the other day of, the of that game. They lost, but I think it was just at that day. It was just a, I think the game got put together very last minute, and that's the that's the problem with the investment into to, yeah. to something like a county league, yeah. a county um, setup. It's in general, it's very very light touch work, and I think you know if you don't train or you don't do this, and it's not that. You, you, again, what you put in, you're going to get out. If you put no training, you put no structure of a match day squad in, you're going to get out whatever. I've still not heard what it's like to work for Carl. What is it like <laughs> to work for Carl? Um, the first time, yeah, I got him involved with the keepers, but it was very, very soon after I realised. I took the keepers for the first game, that's and then I gave it to Carly. After that, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't, seriously, I can't kick the ball straight. My is oh, wait, awful. have you seen that I can't kick the ball straight? You were complaining about that. Like, it very, 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 very much changed very quickly. And, and to be fair, no, I think it was good because we all just like we all, all you you in, in the gate same same thing with Brighton like everyone had so many different things. I caused a bunch of misfits at Brighton because every member of staff had something different to bring yeah. to the table, and even a smaller team with three people like you all have something different to bring to the table. It's always it good to not to have that to have not no one having the same beliefs or to, to push each other and challenge. Yeah, no, it was good and it? it was good to it generally was like. Joe so like, I give you quite a lot of banter to, to your face and behind your back because you, know, you make me, so, laugh, you make me laugh quite a lot with your, your, your unorthodox coach, but we can, we can touch that if you want. Um, but the, the, um, the <laughs> you're waiting for it. He's sitting his head down. I'm trying to think of how to rebuttal it. I think, it, I think, it's, um, I think it was, no, it's just good in general because it, you gave me an opportunity where you know, um, we didn't know me so kind of thing. And that's, that's in, any, in any walk of football, yeah. right? you're giving somebody an opportunity that you either don't know or hasn't got the experience or yeah. has got loads of experience or whatever, you're entrusting that that's going to work because it's a relationship you need yeah. to build. So even over three, four games, whatever, the constant conversations and watching games and that. But I think it was just good just to be involved. And, in, you know, I didn't do too much in the second year just because of my, my personal circumstances. But like... Let's not talk about the second year. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't there. It's, it's a running theme here, mate. You don't involve me in the selection of the games, you lose. You don't really involve me in the second year because of certain things, you lose. Like, yeah. it's, it's, I, don't know if you, like, I don't know if you want to add two and two together and come up with... No, no, because this year, you know, we've been undefeated. You know that, trust me. Don't try and get at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, um, no but no, I think... Oh, no, so, I think, sorry, because now Ant's gone, he might lose. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> if he's got someone else involved and he doesn't lose, it's just like, if he's on yeah, his own... Oh, 100%. I can't do nothing on my own. Any manager that can do things by themselves, I've got so much time <laughs> me, for them. Me and, and Terry are all there. You know, yeah, just saying. I think, I think working with you is, is good. It's good because it's like you get, again, just in football in general, like football is all about opinions. Yeah, it's 100%. like there's, there's nobody has, no one has ever found the answer to football yet. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, Pep Guardiola's the closest, but even he loses. So like, you know, he's not got all the answers. He's, but, even when he's but, winning, he's telling the other team, look, they had a great press. They had this. And I think, like you're saying as well, like everyone sees football differently and mm. just, Sometimes, and you said it as well, I think very recently about something we were talking about, is like you were seeing it one way, I saw it another, and you was like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's great. And that's, saying that's, football. that's what we talk about all the time, isn't it? Like, and I think that's where, like, it's us, it's like we both had, you know, jokes aside, we had different opinions of different players. I'd, I'd see him for five seconds and go, nah, she's, not, she's no good. And you'd be like, well, I've worked with her for a year, Hazy. And I'd be like, well, good for you. Like, I'm not less. <laughs> like, and, then, and then I'd go, what about this player? And you'd be like, I'm not too sure. And then they'd produce, and then I'd be like, thank God they produce. Like, because if they didn't, then I'm struggling. But but I think that's where our. It, we we 
we dropped our ego. We're not egotistical. Let's be real. Both of us. We know massive ego, mate. I just don't tell you. No, but we're both. We're both. We're both like that. We can act like we've got an ego, but we're we're not like you can accept when I say something, and you won't take. You take a pinch of salt. It's not you said it. you know, he's 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 it. Yeah, I think. And the same with me. You say things, and I'll go. Uh, I think I'm very, and I'm very, very opinionated and have my own specific ways. Yeah. But also as well, talking about the game evolving, me as a coach involved, where, whereas before I'd never listened to anyone. Yeah, yeah. And I probably, I probably subconsciously don't listen to anyone to this day, but actually I take information on board now and yeah. I then choose what I want to do. I'm a bit more tactical with it now and I kind of listen and I listen for the sake of listening, yeah. not to, to listen to respond is what they say, don't they? Like, I listen and take it all on board and decide from that yeah. and I might nick your idea and it comes to when I talk about sessions and I do you know I mean? I'll watch one of your sessions and you'll be like I've got the best session in the world and I'll watch it and I'll if I copy it bit by bit then it ain't going to be mine it's going to be yours but in my way but actually if I can interpret it differently and, and coach something differently then it becomes mine so I'll yeah. watch sessions I'll nick sessions off everyone um, and if you're out there, I've got more football club sessions than anyone has in the whole entire world. Um, and I'm in breach of copyright on every single club. <laughs> but, um, but, it's, but the sessions, I watch it and I'll nick it, whatever I can, and yeah. I'll change it to what I want because then it becomes mine. So like, listen to your ideas. I'll listen to the ideas I've worked with you, and then I'll make them my own in a 100%. certain way. And that's where I think I've become better at it. It's still not as good as what I should be. I won be. the second game against Navy. He just took my ideas. Well, uh, apparently next week there's a different podcast coming out and Lee's, Lee's asked me to do it. He <laughs> said he's going to do it better. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the actual North Wales coach. The official. But no, I think, I think, I think working with I, I enjoyed it. Like, you know, it's only three games and, you know, it was, but it was, it was well, two if you ended up in one of them. But like, they, it was good. It was good because you got to then see someone else in football. Like me and you say, it's, it's like someone new in football. Like, and you should never ever, like, jokes aside about any situation you've been into, like, I'll have a fight in an empty room. But like, you don't burn, you don't burn your bridges <laughs> yeah, to that point because I just don't want to be that person anymore. And I, I've worked a lot on myself in the last year to not be that person. Well, just because yeah. I would generally fall out of you if you if you drank your Coke with your left hand rather than your right hand. It was stupid stuff like that. I, I'm ridiculous, but now I've learned to I'm be like... <laughs> yeah. Are you left-footed or right-footed? Because we just don't know I'm after this. That's fine. I'll stick to that. But, but no, I think it, I think it's. <laughs> you've got an either foot at the minute. No, you've never been a footballer. They, I, think, I think I think I think the biggest thing. <laughs> those that can't do coach. <laughs> those that can't coach. That's, coach that's my mantra. And those that can't coach manage, and everyone else do it. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. <laughs> but no, I think it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the season. No, it, was, it was good, and you know, winning them games, especially after an experience the year before. Yeah. Like having having been questioned as a coach, which is good but not in the right way. I yeah. think if you're questioning the correct way and you're challenging the correct way as a coach, I think it's good. And I think that's where you sometimes don't need to say anything and there's a challenge. I think I mean? they've so. got, this year, I know I know you weren't involved this year and neither was we and somehow Kate got to the final even though they lost their last game and had we have won ours, we would have gone above them. about all this stuff, mate. Like, it's yeah. the butts, when you're man. not involved in it and you're not involved in the, the process of deciding that, but, don't have no, what but, are you going to do? But, no, but it's I think, I think it's a, it's a bit upsetting this year because like, I think We'd have had one more good run of it. I think we'd have done well. But even you saw, like, even when I put it in a group, the, the things I was doing a little bit different this year. With the Wait, did you say stuff. you worked for Ken? No, I worked for Sussex. Oh, I was going to say. Did they not give you a bike. jacket now? Ken was like, I would take the jacket. <laughs> 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 Everyone's mad. But yeah, I think the things you saw that, that kind of I adjusted this year to make it better, that wasn't just for us. Players had their own like copy of that as well. Yeah, I think yeah. it would have been so good. Mate, they did a little feature too. Yeah, yeah. Like, little, like we're doing, I'm doing a player pack at the minute. Yeah. Um, nothing... And I, and I joked because like, we played a game earlier in the season. Um, and I don't mind saying it. We somebody sent us something that a team wrote up a whole like wrote up about our team three or four yeah. pages long, and we beat them three one. 
So no matter how much time you waste putting stuff together, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, the players and, and yourselves have still got to then produce on the pitch. But like, we put a player pack together and somebody actually said to me whilst I was putting it together, like, what if the opposition see your set pieces? And I was like, I genuinely couldn't care less. No. Because if you can how get can a player, good if you get a player in, in the middle of the game to remember exactly how <laughs> we're going to attack that corner, when we probably don't remember themselves. ourselves how <laughs> we're going to attack it, you're never going to get it. So the, the, best player, just, the best players in the world do the same things over and Harry Kane, fox in a box. Yeah. Yeah. We all know he's a fox in a box. So yeah. why doesn't he why doesn't, why doesn't, why doesn't, why doesn't, why doesn't, why doesn't he in a box? Exactly. So if that's what I'm saying. So Ronaldo, we, we, get, we get engulfed, it's pretty good for Tommy, but we get engulfed in so much about the opposition that's it, that we, that we actually forget about ourselves and our team. Like, that's and that's where, you know, the, the, like the little things you've done, like that little player pack you did, again, an idea comes to my head and, and yeah. using what I've known over all the time to think, what can I put together? So, yeah. you know, we'll let the players know on a Saturday who's in, who's in the starting 11 now and yeah. who's on a bench and then <clears throat> the, the set pieces about the night before, I don't really care who's in set pieces. I'll send them to the opposition if they want them. Yeah. But rather, rather than them. get with someone else, I'll go, here you go, you can have them. Like, it doesn't bother that's, me. That's, because that's in, a, in a moment... We focus on ourselves and, and I'm very big on it. We focus on what we do. I don't care what they do. Like, when we drop up at a game, if my, if my players was to start looking at... Um, the opposition, I'd be like, why are you looking at it? Why, why do you even care? I, so, so this year, been in for right. Should I tell you the, I, the only time I've worried about the opposition? Wimbledon, first game of the season, first time in four years of managing and coaching a game. Yeah. <clears throat> I knew they'd play a diamond formation. So as we all do, we all get footage off other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way the world works. We'll, <laughs> share, we'll, share, we'll share you that if you share yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care. And to be fair, I watched the game they played in, in against the team. And... Um, I was like, right, I play a diamond. And we struggled against Fulham in pre-season. We beat Fulham 5-0, but I thought Fulham were very, very good in the first half playing diamond. It caused a lot of problems. Yeah, and we yeah. actually just sat back and didn't press because it was so difficult to explain what they had to do. Anyway, second half, they changed formation and then we, we kind of beat them convincingly, but they were very, very good. Yeah. I worried about Wimbledon in the first game of the season. <clears throat> now, no disrespect to Wimbledon at all. They beat us 3-2 that day. 96th minute winner. Mistake by our centre-half and our goalkeeper. 96th. Yeah, first game back after that, and, I was, and it made, and it was in the sunshine. It had been ginger. It was game yeah. over. So it was just a whole accolade of things, and I lost my temper on the sidelines because <laughs> the sun went to my head. But um, but to, to probably to probably two individual mistakes cost yeah. us a goal, and um, the way I ask us to play. So I say, if you're a four, and uh, the centre half steps out and drives out, can the four sit in the centre half? So if you go out, can you be replaced? And we didn't do that in one decision. Yeah. So three of the goals were all our own fault, essentially. Good finishes from Wimbledon, yeah. fair play to them. And, and, you know, they played their part in winning the game. Yeah. But I'm worried about them in the pre, in the kind of build-up to the game. That's the only time I'm worried. And, and arrogantly, only game we lost this year out of nine games. And, and you and you obviously worried about coming up against my child. No, I couldn't care less, mate. Why are you saying he's an unpart of it? I think he said our. No, no, no. He said my fault. And like, I'm not part of this. If you rewind, uh, I think he said our. Trying to help you out. Even, 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 even Ant's listening now. He's going to be messaging him like, yeah, it's your team, yeah. Well, and, I don't, I don't, I don't, Ant's, Ant's lucky I ain't removed him from the group yet. Ant, he's saying you're a traitor, bro. And now, no disrespect to any teams within our league at all, and I don't mean any disrespect at all. Um, and I have always cared about like, yeah. what we do because if we get what we if like I talked about earlier if we make the best decisions more consistently we're going to get we're going to be better so I literally focus on just us and yeah I'll, I'll know about X player here or X player there like when we played in the FA Cup against um, Hashtag yeah. yeah I knew about a few of their players and unfortunately it just weren't their day we beat them 2-0 and, 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 and quite honestly and I, and I said in my interview they deserved more out of the game yeah. but, and, but and, and I hate when people say Oh, that weren't the game. The game, the game, what the, the game was a two 0 win for us. As simple as that. 
they did deserve something out of the game, but they didn't get anything out of it. And yeah. that was because of whatever happened in the game. They had better chances, like their video footage, if you watch it, and I will send you. It looks like they should have been about 12 nil. But like, you wouldn't have thought we won 2 nil. But we, our goals were good. And, but I knew about their players. But then when he got to the ground, the player that I was thinking about that would start was on the bench injured. So you kind of go, so if you do think about that's them, you're like, you game take over. Your like. Take your chances and that's it. You know? I think, especially at, like, your level's a little bit different because you're first team, but especially at DS level, we can't think about the opposition. Because yeah. one, we probably, other teams, other DSs don't have footage, so yeah. it's very difficult to get hold of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two, the players change like the wind. Yeah. So, especially you, if your squad, you've got about 40 in your squad. I've got, I've got 25, 25 <laughs> good, he, doesn't, he doesn't go past 30. Players. Um, but yeah, no, it always changes. Like you said, yeah, players yeah. will be on the bench. You don't know, you can't anticipate that. Yeah. I've always believed to focus on what we do, focus on ourselves, do the best we can do, and we'll come out there yeah. and match the, the, the way we want it to, to come. Like when we drew against Lewis, I was, I was livid because I, and, and I looked back at it and I've said it to the girls, I, because we, we had a brief discussion, we spoke about things, and we were taking about 60 shots a game. Statistically, it was there. I had all the stats. And then it was like, we need to keep the ball more. So we, I tried to change it to keeping the ball more, which we'd done. And, it, and we had better possession, and we had less shots and more on target. Had we taken our 60 shots, we'd definitely got another goal. Yeah. We'd have won that game 2-1. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> it comes down to what you're changing. The small things change everything. Yeah. yeah. So he was saying, because they said it during the week to the build-up, oh, we want to... You know, we're taking 60 shots a game. We want to know how to break teams down more. And, and um, you know, we, me, you, and and TJ, and, uh, you know, Uchi yeah. were all talking about it during the week. We're saying we shouldn't change what we're doing, but they want change. So it's sort of like a, a pulling against each other now because the players are going, well, we're winning, but we do want to win more better. But we're it's saying, like, no, 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 no. How do you win better? That's my, my, my question is, how do you win better? Winning is winning, no? That's brutal, brutal, mate. I would take a 1-0 win with a toe punt. All right, Jose. No, but it's, it's yeah, winning's 100%. winning. Winning is winning. If you're, if you're, if you're in that environment, you, you have, I think it's so difficult because you have to have your philosophy. You have to have your principles. Yeah. You have to have your, your, your kind of how you perceive the game you want it to be. But the reality is, if I want to get Enfield Town up the leagues, yeah. or, or we, because I'm not just going to win. like you, it's we at Enfield. Oh, no, I just killed um, him. <coughs> it's, 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 Go home. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's me and the guys that run it. I think if, if we need to get out of that league, yeah. then we need to win the league. So to win, you I was like, look, points. and I know like last year, um, and I don't want to say it, they, they beat Ipswich last year, probably, and beat 2-0, I think. And it was like, apparently, from what I understand, it was a proper like, crash it game yeah when they won 2-0 Imsic are probably one of the best teams 100% they've got Lincoln around, the around got... you know what I mean they're in Southampton in, in opposite leagues they've won two of the best teams yeah. in the tier four of the women's game <clears throat> but if you can turn a team like that over the, the, the way that they've they've got their principles of play and they play then you've knocked them haven't you do you know what I mean so winning yeah we talked about it on the Astral I, I, I don't care how I win Winning's winning. <laughs> so I've got my philosophies the way I want to play. Yeah, I have, my, I have that. Emma Hayes and I hate day. going away from Less, it. But if Emma, you've got, if you've got a win, you've got to win day. it. You've got to be able to adjust. The game's ever, ever changed. Well, we had it, well, we had it, we had it at Brighton, right? So we had a way of playing at Brighton. And then um, we, got beat by, we got beat by QPR. We went 15 games unbeaten. We went to QPR, bottom of the league. Um, we changed formation. Uh, thought we were right. Played out one of our, one of our best players as a wide forward because she's rapid. Um, and yeah, we lost two one. So like we from that day onwards, we got we got we got stuff said to us that day. But like after that, we were like, right, that's our formation. That's the way we play. We got to come back with plan A, B, C, and potentially D if we need it. Yeah. And the players got to understand that. So then you got to articulate 
how what plan A looks like. It might be you play through, play round, play like, yeah, go yeah. long, you know, like let them have the ball and defend, like, whatever it needs to be. Yeah. You've just got to do it. So let's go back to the challenge today. Uh, Carl's now got his head down. Uh, do, you know, do, you know, do you know what? Can I just say, we can I just say, right? After, so after, after last week, right, I got a message from Carl in the week. I'm going to take it so serious from now on. No, no, I'll, I'll get a message up. That message said, I need to take challenges more serious. It's the same thing. It's not, it's not the same thing. Because me saying I will, I mean saying I need to, still there's a hint of me being Man, Look, lazy. I used, I used my left and my right. He's looking away. So, <laughs> I used my left foot for my second go. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you. obviously, you've already alluded that you've won, <laughs> but we don't know. So you, what, I didn't say oh, you won, so, mate. Oh, you won. Cool. won. Just make sure because obviously the people who won, because you won, bro. A, but who's you? Say his name, If anyone watches on YouTube, he won. But we're obviously going to cut to the footage after this. Jeez. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I've won two things in my life. I've won a beanie out the other week off Tato Chris in Northern Ireland, bagging, by the way. And I won out there. I'm winning at life right now. Hey, he, he came here this morning with all those, my groin, my hernia. And uh, age. Age. You're the oldest one. Do you know what? It's the first week. That, I know we've only done this, what, you know, three weeks now, but even everything that I do, I'm the oldest one normally. So, um, thanks. No, do you know, do you you know, know what they say? Form is temporary cast is permanent. So, <laughs> so we went out. So, uh, usually I'd get the guest to set up a drill like we but did with Lucio and Sean, but, <laughs> but someone was injured, so I had to just pick it out of the air and go, you know what? Good coaches can coach on the spot. Crossbar. I like Cole. <laughs> Cole, Cole <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, Cole, Cole, can you just tell everyone how many you got? Um, I, I hit them all where I wanted to hit <laughs> I hit exactly what I wanted. So, for anyone that wants to see it, go onto YouTube, put it up. You're going to see how uh, desperately bad Carl was, and apparently, I've got bad form. His right. techniques are atrocious. Oh, I mate. Watch it. <laughs> I Do you know what? Though for years, everyone says that I'm, I'm I've got poor technique, but to be honest, I've never really cared. Like like you, I've never been the greatest footballer. I just love the game. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. whoa. He said he's never been the greatest footballer. Yeah, it's because I'm being modest. Like, <laughs> wait, some of the goals I scored in my day. Like, you chat to Sorry, someone. Did, did you have video cameras back then? Or, you, was, it, or was it rolling? Do you know film? what? Somewhere I've got a CD of one of my goals on. CD? I was going to say take. For anyone watching. Cup final. For anyone watching this under 30, a CD is that the real little round disc that we used to put in. Uh, and you can put it on CD oh, roll. Right. Oh, I was I was called I was called Zach Fat Zavi for a long while. Fat Zavi. You lost a lot of weight to be fair. I, I'm I not fat. Carl, Carl, Carl said earlier he might have, might have gone for a job. He was saying a job, but I thought jog and I was literally looked at him earlier. Like, That's but cut. yeah, anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting cut. Nothing's getting cut. But um no, well, well done today for coming down, Lee. It was fantastic to, to no, finally for, meet you. Thanks yeah. for coming on, man. Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Carl do the outro because it's Carl's it's Carl's podcast. Yeah, no. Nah, Even though he cried that he wouldn't do the um, what we were doing for the drills. Thanks, thanks. No, thanks for coming on. It's been it's been. Can we just clear something out very quickly though? You never answered how many times you hit the crossbar, and and we had 15 goes each, right? <laughs> but you you yourself, I think you got to about 18 or 19. How many times you hit the crossbar? Nah, one hour later. See, see me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say zero? See, see the thing. Did yeah. You say zero or the, see me. See the thing with with with, with playing, yeah. <laughs> I've got certain boots that I wear, but them boots are at home. Oh, so I couldn't drive home to get the boots, so no, I had to get the boots out of my boot and use just, them boots. Just, and and it just didn't run. Just for to me. touch on this earlier, yeah, like a couple of weeks ago, I took it on to grass. And what was you saying then? I, I'm a luxury player. I can't play on grass. 
Look at me, bro. Was well, you slipping away, mate? Did I not score a free kick before you? You didn't even score yeah, a free kick. I scored on the tweet. Yeah, I think you should not check out video footage. Can we just talk about the unorthodox coach very quickly? Can I slide tackle you now? <laughs> <laughs> mate, the way I took it to the end, mate, I'll be all right. <laughs> they, um, talk about the unorthodox coach very quickly. Promote yourself, mate. What do you promote yourself? I, I, think, I think you should rename it because I don't think you're unorthodox. I think there's, every coach is different, by the way. That's my opinion, by the way. That's my broad opinion. Of you. <laughs> you're not unorthodox. I think you should put in there that you're a prima donna coach. Because the way you're talking about, I need this, I need that's this, the ti- I, I need this, I did this. That's the title for Lee's one is prima donna coach. No, because that's getting cut as well. Nothing's <laughs> getting cut. Nothing's getting cut. Stop telling people things are getting cut. things out that I don't want out. Otherwise, this ain't mine no more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but unorthodox no. is, is just to let you know, mate. Do you know what? I, I agree, but it's just catchy, isn't it? I agree. I've said it on many a tweets that, that all coaches have different opinions. doesn't mean anyone's right, anyone's wrong. Just people... Oh, Mate, if you wear that jacket anymore, you can probably sell it for some decent money. I mean, it could probably fund you for your I'm having that in the pod. Right, so that's been an orthodox day. Uh, thank you, Tilly. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Carl, you can, you can do better in the next challenge, right? Um, I'll consider it. <laughs> Look, you're going to get fun with me all the time. I'm going to try it. I, you're lucky. You know, I'm, I'm actually disappointed I didn't try the outside of the boot. Look. I lost. I lost. To be fair, mate, you could you could still go out there now and just let us know. Just let us know. Okay. At some point today, <laughs> let us know at some point today when you actually hit the crossbar. I mean, yeah. we get text. Um, we've got lights out there. And look, too. guys, head over to YouTube. Look at look at the look at the challenge. It was a bit of fun, and it's been great. Um, this has been unorthodox. Think outside the box. Uh, thank you. The ch-